Hey sisters and the Sister Speak family, this is Tammy in New Jersey of the House Targaryen, and I will take what is mine with fire and blood. Hey sisters, this is Brother Ray from St. Louis. A man will always listen to Sister Speak Game of Thrones podcast. Follow my coolers. Hi, this is Jackie from the San Francisco Bay Area. Welcome to House Sister Speak. The wine is sweet, but our family is salty. Hey sisters, this is Shalita from Philly. Winter is coming. This is Anthony B. out of Chicago, listening to the Sister Speaks podcast featuring Sister J and Sister K with a wide variety of fans who leave a long-ass email. So let's get started. Hello sisters, it's Stephen here from Old Kirk, England, and the Northerners will never forget. This is Sister Tip Tip from Norfolk, Virginia. Sister J and Sister K, go get them, ladies. Dracaris. Hey, Sister J. What's up, Sister K? This is Robert from the Bay. Winter is coming. All men must die. But I'm a crow. This is Samantha in Wisconsin. Owning a dragon is great when it fits in your hand. But if it's big enough to bite your head off, you might want to think again. Hey sisters, this is Willie calling from LA. Is there something wrong with your leg, boy? Can you walk? Do I have to carry you? That's all in the blade. I think I'll be multi with it. Alright, sisters, love you. Hey, this is Amy Michonne, and I'm just calling to say, Bracadas, motherfucker. Hello, sisters, and the Sisters Speak Game of Thrones family. This is Paris calling from Mobile, Alabama to say, Valar Margules. Hi, this is Andreas, aka Tammy's husband from New Jersey. Here is walking a freaking dragon in Dutch for you. Ik ben een godvergeten draak aan het uitlaten. Bye, sisters. Hi, sisters. This is Joy from Southern California. Oh, look, the pie. Hey, sisters. This is Brenda from San Antonio, Texas. And if you can't hang with the sisters, you're just kibble for the dragon. Bye. Hello, this is Ayando from New York City. You're listening to the Sit to Speak podcast of Game of Thrones. The night is dark and full of terror. Hi, sisters. This is Niambi from Virginia. What's going on, sisters? This is Eli from Virginia by way of Portland, Oregon. And the, the Lannisters, Lannisters aren't the, the only ones who pay their debts. Hey, 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 Sister J, Sister K, and the Sister Steak family. This is Bunny from New York. A girl gives a man his own name. A girl lacks honor. If I do this thing, a girl must obey. This is Lainey from ATL. Sister Speak Podcast Game of Thrones is about to be on. Don't get red. The cars, motherfuckers. Hello, sisters. This is T3 from Colorado. And in the words of Lord Baelish, we're all liars here. Hi, Sister J, Sister K. This is Danielle from Hammond, California. Just look at the flowers, Joffrey. Look at the flowers. Hello everyone, this is BJ from Los Angeles, and to all the haters out there, the sisters sends their regards. 
Hey there, this is Tim from Australia. In some places, the high brown frown upon those of low birth. In other places, the long-assed email is considered distasteful. What a fortunate thing for you, Sister J, that Sister K has been sent to live in the latter sort of place. Hey, this is Tori from Tampa, and the great words of the house, fuck the game. Hey, sisters, it's Rainbow from California. If the gods wanted us to have dignity, they wouldn't make us fart when we died. This is Danny without dragons in Omaha, Nebraska, and I will not become a page in someone else's history book. Greetings from the Windy City. This is MK, banner woman for House Sista, whose motto is, first of all, sisters close the drapes. This is Chocolate Bill from Costa Mesa, California. If you're not down with my sisters, they just may give a man your name. Welcome to Sister Speak Game of Thrones, where we discuss season four of the HBO series Game of Thrones from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 30. Let's get started. Okay. All right. We are back to talk about episode number nine, Cry Cry, titled The Watchers on the Wall. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Almost done. Yep. Okay. The adult beverage for this episode is I had one of my favorites, which is the Chocolate Rouge Sweet Red. And that's by bottled by Chocolate Rouge Wineries in Modesto, California. Okay. So that's what I had. Okay, so All right, on let's get to, to this Watchers. tedious episode. Te- well, you know what? I will say this. You know, I was I was upset at first. However, yeah, I was upset at after first. After I watched it the second time, I kept it thinking, was halfway good. Okay, this is called The Watchers on the Wall. I hope we're not going to be at the fucking excuse me. We're going to start early, y'all. The <laughs> dust, I hope we're not at the dusty fucking wall <laughs> all hour. The and whole hour. We were. I was salty, but I got over it because it was, I thought it was a good episode. It was a good episode. I mean, from the standpoint of it was a lot of action. I like seeing the giants and stuff. And I thought the fight scenes when we got to the fight was, were amazing. They were very and good. And the way, well, we'll get to that, but the way they shot it, yeah, it was the good. way all the action was taken at the same time and they panned through the... Anyway, it was... I thought And was Sam dead. running through the place like a mouse in a maze. Mm-hmm. No, he was not. Yes, he was. No, he was not. Useless. Leave Sam alone. Useless. No, he wasn't, honey. Anyway, let's get to it. Okay, so we see uh, John and Sam at the top of the wall. Um, you know, they're on guard for the evening. and Through the night. It's the middle of the night. Right. And Sam asked John what she was like. And so... He doesn't even need to ask who you talking about, what you mean. He immediately knows that he's talking about Egret. So he starts talking about she has red. That was the best part of the episode, the outcome of that. <coughs> so he uh, says she had red hair. And Sam's like, well, I don't really, you know, okay, I get it. But what about her? What was it like to be with someone? And so they go in, he goes into a conversation. Well, he about, says, what's it like to be with someone? To love someone and to have them love you back. Yeah. That's what he said. And so John tells him, you know, you're into them. They're into you. You cease being your own person at that time. And 
blah blah romantical blah mm-hmm. you know the best part of that scene was because you know Sam is useless but he do read and everybody can't read and stuff like as well as he does. And he does a lot of <laughs> researching and shit. Then he knows a lot of shit. Yeah. So he was telling them, uh, uh, you know, because John says, but you and Gilly never. He said, no, we ain't never done that. Plus, she never offered. She How just had a baby. Think? Yeah. Which and, I. Anyway. Yeah. Well, because she's a wild thing. You know, she Craston's girl. But anyway. Uh, but he says, well, and John says, oh, you mean you break your vows for that? And he says, well, but that, that's not technically breaking your vows. Yeah. I like that explanation. Yeah. Uh-huh. He said, it says you do not take a wife and you do not father children. It don't say you don't do other stuff. <laughs> I was rolling. Yep. I was rolling. I said, okay, so I guess that is his use. Is he is he, He's loaded with information. He's more I useful guess. than that. Yeah. Say. Anyway. All right, so John tells Sam, why don't you go get some sleep? Yeah. And so and I'll, I'll take the watch. We see this owl out of fucking nowhere, and I'm like, oh. Hey. I know. As soon as I saw that owl, A I thought, bird. what the owl doing there? I know. Sitting on the wall, listening to them and watching everything. Well, it's because there is a wildling. Warg. Wait, a wildling thin warg. Yes, he was a thin yeah. Who is watching? And I'm thinking, okay, what he watching? Well, it made sense what he's watching for yeah. after. But yeah. so we get over to the wildlings who are camped out. And you know what? The wall. But back up a minute. I guess it's an owl because it was a thin warg. Because we've never seen an owl before. We've seen the the crows and we've seen a hawk. It doesn't matter. I don't think it's just a bird. Well, but they must have a distinctive bird. I don't think it matters, uh-huh. honestly. It's probably whatever bird they can get to. Because I've never seen an owl in, uh, uh, in, in Westeros or the wall, nowhere well, in the wall. That don't mean there ain't none. Mm. We ain't seen a lot of shit at the wall, but we assume that there's, you know, stuff in the woods. I and think stuff. he's probably always. They an take owl. whatever animals probably are around, you know? So anyway, we get to the mm. camp and. Tormund, excuse me, is talking about this girl or bear, whatever. I couldn't understand. I why, couldn't understand what he was saying. Why he was talking about I girl. like Tormund. But he said, though. "Have I told you about Mashila?" And I thought, okay, he's talking about a girl, a woman. <coughs> and then when he Grit comes in, it's like nobody wants to listen to you talk about this bear. You never fucked a bear. Well, she's making arrows, and she said, "Look, <laughs> we are. I don't want to hear you talk all night about some fucking some bear." He said, and we know you never did. Yeah. She is busting him down, though. She's annoyed. She's annoyed. Well, she's nervous. She's She's scared. Well, she's annoyed because she knows she's going to run into Jon Snow. Right. Well, she's she's scared, but she's trying to hide it. Yeah. You know, for Jon, basically. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, so she, yeah, she gets real salty real quick. So that thin leader says, what do you know about it? You ain't doing nothing but flapping your gums. <laughs> I was dying. I said, yeah, like, tell her. You, what you know about love? You and your crow lover. <laughs> and she going to get all up in his face. I don't think you going to kill him at all. I think that when <laughs> when he when you see him, you're going to give him a big old slice of minge pie. <laughs> and she jumps or up ginger like, minge or whatever. Yeah, that. it was ginger minge. And she jumps up all big and bad like she going to do something. Well, hey, he didn't challenge her. Oh, but the one thing I did like that she said is when she said, um, Jon Snow is mine. I don't want anybody messing with him. And if you do, I'll I have an arrow, arrow for you. you. And then she says, 
and ain't none of your people fast enough to stop me. And I like it. I got what she did say that ain't though. Ain't none of y'all fast enough to stop me because y'all are big and a little bit me. slower than and she me. She is good with that arrow. She's good and real quick. She's good with that arrow. Real quick. Yeah, I mean, she just like shoot, shoot, shoot. So, so anyway, then we see. Then we then we see Sam in the library. Oh, no, you missed something. What? While because she jumped up big and bad, and so all the other Thins and Wildings jumped up big and bad to see what the fuck she was gonna do. So while they're doing all that shit, Gilly is at the top of the hill sneaking past them with the baby. That's true. And for once, that fucking baby was quiet. I knew it. I was saying, yeah, me ain't cooling like, enough. Well, hopefully that baby ain't crying. Or nothing. Goo goo gaga or nothing. That's right. That's right. You're right. So I was happy. I was like, yeah, because I, I like Gilly. I like the She's okay. Baby. I like the little baby. The little baby is really cute. So cute. It's a cute little boy. So then Sam, um, we see him in the in the library reading. Mm-hmm. And Master Amon, who I've been wondering where the hell he was. I like him now. I, but I like that character. Yeah. He comes in here. He's like, okay, Sam. What you doing in here? Mm-hmm. I knew it was you. And Sam's like, how do you know? He's like, who else would be in the library burning up candles all night? Uh-huh. Instead, of going up. To, instead, of, instead of guarding something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <sighs> so he tells him he's reading about this one maester who wrote about wildlings and mm-hmm. um, blah, blah, blah. And I loved how Master Amen, he just sat there for a minute. He's like, love is the death of duty. Mm-hmm. In other words, you know what the fuck you got to do, but you in love, so you ain't going to do it. And he's and he says, I tried to tell John that, and I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. And Jan's like, I don't love Gilly. He's like, I I know you do. I heard it in your voice when you first brought her here. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. But, but then, I thought it was interesting how Sam kept denying it. Well, that to me, that part wasn't interesting. The 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 part that he said when he said when Sam said, Oh, you just don't, you just don't no, no. understand or something he, like he that. Says, I don't. And and so the maester says. I was like he was. I was in love at some time. And Sam's like, what? Really? That was rude, though. But that's what young folks say. I know. That was rude. Teenies. And I like the way Master uh, Amen answered him. He said, oh, oh, you think I wasn't young once? He says, hey, I was. Uh, he said, I could have spoken one word and I would have been king. As, as Amen Targaryen, he said, one word and I would have been king. Well, he said, I could have been something different with just one word. Yeah. He didn't ever say king. Well, we knew he meant the ruler. So then he says, I could tell you everything about her, how she looked, how she smelled, just, you know, right now. Well, first he said, there was a lot of young women throwing themselves at me Mm -hmm. as a prince. And so... And so then um, Sam asked him, well, did you ever? He said, well, then he started talking about the one woman. He says, I was very young. I wonder how young he was then. Well, probably 20. Now, I'm thinking teenager. Well, yeah, because they got married young. But I, still. Now, I did like that whole conversation once Meister Amon came into the library. I thought cute. that was really, really well done. But I liked when, you know, Sam was trying to ask him and Meister Amon was like, you know what? We could sit here all night talking about love stories. Like, but he, he said lost loves. Lost loves. But um, we got stuff to do. You need to go on and go there. Well, bed. what he said was, he says, you know, it's real easy to sit here all night and talk about and reminisce over lost loves when death is imminent. Right. That's what people do, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, did you see the look on Sam's face? So he was like, oh, shit, that is right. I kind of, just for a fleeting forgot. moment, I just yeah. kind of forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all gonna die. 
know. So he tells him, go on to bed. So, so Sam's walking through the Castle Black, you know, yard, getting ready to, I guess, head over to wherever his quarters were. And that's when he hears Pip and Gilly arguing. Well, she's trying to say, open the gate, let me in. And he's, he's saying, like, nah, uh-uh, I can't do that. I, I, have, I got my orders. I got orders. I'm not supposed to open the door. So Sam, he's like, Pip, open the damn door. And Pip and says, I got I, orders. He says, open the fucking door. I like that. And he said, but I like, Pip said, oh, you ain't never cussed. He said, well, get used to it. <laughs> I was dying. Now, he already knows. This is what I was like. <laughs> I was getting annoyed too. I'm like, Pip, how many times I got to tell you to open the fucking door? I know. You it. know this. You know this is the girl he I know. loves. He's been worried about and for the past. That the wildlings are outside. So well, that's why. But I mean, I've been like peeking through. Okay, is there anybody behind you? Okay, then let me hurry up and open the door. And I thought it was going to be some big ass long process to open the door. No, he just opened it he up. Just went lock, unlock, open the door. I'm like, you could have did that in two, you know, thirty I mean, seconds. You ago. saw she had a baby in no, her arms. He was just trying to be. Yeah. Anyway, I I, I was glad Sam said, open the the fucking fucking door. door. (laughs) We're bringing her in here. That was good. That was good. So, he's like, you're safe. And you can tell he wants to hug her, but he doesn't. I know. But then the horn blows. Well, and and then he says, you know, she's like, it was horrible. He's like, I just thought you were gone and the baby's safe and the baby's so cute. Oh, he was so cute. He's like, from now on, where you go, I go. Mm -hmm. And so... That's when the horn blows, and you're like, oh, shit. That's the signal the wildings are coming. They come. Because we had already seen the scene where the thin war said, it's time. And no, everybody this jumps is after. Oh. That's after. Okay. Because the horn on the top of the wall, which I didn't know there were two different horns, which mm-hmm. we find out later. But the, to- the horn on the top of the wall blows, and that's because they see that big ass fire, fire that man said he was going to burn in the north. Remember? And yeah. that's why the owl was up there so that they could see when the effing fire comes. Yeah. That's why the yeah. owl was really there. And as soon as they showed the fire, I, I thought about that. I said, ooh, man still tell Jon Snow, I will be big. The signal will be, I will, you will see like, the biggest fire you ever seen. And that, it was like a big, it was huge. huge it was, fire. Oh, it was it was so then the yeah. um, they show the wildlings like Tormund and Egrit and them on the south side saying, "Okay, it's time to go. Uh-huh. We got to get ready." So I was like, "Oh shit, they're gonna attack on both sides." Mm-hmm. But that's what you do. Well, that's what you do. You distract them one way, and then you get their rear flank. So this is what I thought was weird. Okay, so then they show them getting ready, lighting up all the torches and shit. And then, um, what's his name? Sir Alistair. Sir Alistair is having all the guys, Jon Snow and all the men, roll these barrels out from wherever the hell they were. And I'm thinking, why couldn't you have had that shit already rolled up because, to the side of the wall? Because he's, an, he, he's a dick. Anyway, I mean, I already had, you know that asses was coming. Hell why yeah. are you going to wait until now because, to have to roll shit? Because anyway. he's, a, he's a stupid, <clears throat> stupid ass. So he acknowledges the fact, Sir Alistair, uh-huh. that John was right and they should have sealed up the tunnel. And I'm like, they should have. Dummy. He wasn't talking shit. I know. But his jealousy just, he couldn't yep. get past his jealousy. But he did have a point. He said, leadership, he said, do you know what leadership means? It means that 
you are second guessed by everyone that you command. And when you start second guessing yourself, that's when everybody dies. Mm. And so that was his only way, the only way John was going to get any kind of sort of an apology. I know, sort of. (laughs) But then on the back of that, he said, so uh, we're going to win this, uh, we're going to win this fight. Uh, or no, and, wait. and I can, I you can go on hating me, yeah. and I can go on hating, uh, no, and, and I can go on wishing that your wilding whore would have killed you. Yeah. So any, so in other words, I'm somewhat kind of apologizing, but I'm also gonna talk shit on you again. Mm-hmm. He just can't give an inch. I don't like him. I, I don't either. Go. But you know one thing. I don't like his ass, but his, he can fight. He did fight. He, he was went a into good it. Fighter. And I mean, he was, he was, uh, 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 inspiring to his men. And I know. He I was right little, in there. I liked his little speech. Yeah, he was right in there. Yeah, I like that. But then, and then we see <laughs> Sam locking Gilly and the baby in the storage room. Which I, um, I thought that I, was, was cute. Good. I liked her conversation though. She says, what good are you going to do up there? You do good down here. <laughs> I thought that was Just good. Because when she said that, I said, yeah. You he know. says, look, I'm the man of the night watch and I made a promise to defend the wall and do, and do what I have to do to keep it. And that's what men do. She's like, yeah, but, but you're just, well, she's scared because know. she knows everyone know. in Molestown died. That's what she, she knows said. he's not a fighter. She knows that. Mm-hmm. She knows he's gentle soul. And she's like, look, they don't need you up here. I need you down here. Mm-hmm. In other words, she's trying to say, you ain't going to do no fucking good in no but, fight. But I, I have to say, though, I have to give Sam credit, though, because he said what I didn't really think he would ever say. And that is, and she says, well, why? And he says, because that's what men do. I made a promise, and, and that's I have what to keep men it, do. And that's what men. And I thought, do. okay, go ahead, Sam. I like that. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I like that. And so <laughs> she says, um, uh, "Promise me you won't die." Yeah, and he and he, he says, "I promise." He kisses her. I know. And he kisses her. Promises he won't die. That was cute, though. I have to admit that was cute. And there is an article, y'all, and I should have posted it on Facebook about hmm. um, an interview. That someone did with the girl who plays Gilly, and she talks through Gilly mm-hmm. and Sam, their relationship, and how. Because one of the questions in it was, it didn't look like Gilly was kissing him back. It looked like she was like indifferent, and she had a really good point. She says, "Well, Gilly comes from yes. a place of systematic abuse. Yes, um, she's been abused since she was little. She doesn't know anything about love and caring and." And she, she knows that she loves Sam, or she, maybe she doesn't even know she loves Sam, but she knows that she, she has feelings, she has for, feelings him. for Sam, but she doesn't even know what kissing is. Yes. She doesn't know that something could be tender. Yes. She doesn't know anything, so it's her kind of um, reacting to, I don't know what this is. I thought her reaction was perfect to me. Yeah. I mean, that I was a question that um, really? Man, somebody people had. really... Mm. I thought that was a good... I mean, she had really good insights between her and Sam mm-hmm. and her character and all this stuff. And apparently the character, the guy who plays Sam was telling her when they were practicing and doing the scene, hey, you're not, you're just standing there, you know, you're not giving anything back. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, but that's what a, her, she would do as a That's character. what she would do. Yeah. Someone yeah. who doesn't even know what kiss is. Mm-hmm. Kiss is so. I think that is the better explanation. Yeah. She knows she loves her baby, but... You know, being in love with a man is different than loving your kids. And she's probably just now finding that out. Oh, wait a minute. This feels different. 
And because she does love her they baby. They said, "Why do you think her and Sam have a bond?" She's like, "Because they both come from places of abuse." Yeah. Because we know his father abused him, and because Sam, uh, Sam had told John, "This is the worst. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me." Meaning going to Castle Black. No, meaning her dying. Because he thought she was dead. Well, that's yeah. As I thought beginning. he meant. I thought he meant. No. When his father no. consigned him to Castle Black. No, no, that wasn't it. Oh, okay. At the very top of the wall, I skip, we skipped that part. Yeah, but he did, did say, they've already done the worst thing they could do to me. Yeah. Meaning, kill Gillian the baby. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You know? I see that now. Yeah. yeah. So, but but I thought that little article interview was really interesting. I, hmm. liked, I liked it anyway. Okay. So, y'all go check it out. I'll try to post that if I remember. I think it's on our Facebook. Somebody posted it. Did they? Or, I saw it on Twitter. I don't remember, but yeah, I'll, I'll find I've it. I've seen it, though. I'll find it and put yeah. it up there. Like somebody <clears throat> posted something about the Red Witch, too, and all the, all the religions, too. Oh, I didn't see, I didn't yeah. see that. Well, anyway, okay. so um, then we see Pip and Sam getting ready. Everybody's getting ready. That and, was good conversation. And he's getting the arrows together, and Pip's really scared. He's like, we're going to die. You know, we're not going to make it out of this. <coughs> and, excuse me. And Sam, you know, is a little bit trying to make him feel better. He's like, well, you know, we have to do our best. We have to defend the wall. This is what we're here for. And Pip's telling him, well, aren't you scared? He said, how did you ever kill a white walker? No, Sam said, I mean, I'm scared too. And Pip says, you, you're scared? You know, like he was surprised because he says, but you killed a white walker. No, that's not how it Yeah, was. it was. No, he said, how did you ever kill a white walker? Because they already know Sam is not a fighter. They already know that Sam is not a fighter. And he's not good at um, different things. So, he's like, well, I didn't know I was going to kill it. <laughs> at the time, That's true, too. He was saying, you know, at the time, I was trying to make sure that Gilly and the baby were safe because he was trying to kill them. And I wasn't thinking about myself. Mm-hmm. And then, when I wasn't thinking about myself, I was nothing. So, therefore, I wasn't scared. I had nothing to be scared of. And so Made Pip, sense. And so he says, but I'm scared now. And Pip's like, you're scared? He's like, yeah, because I'm not nothing anymore. Mm-hmm. Meaning, hey, that shit's over. I got them tucked away. Now I got to worry about myself. Well, what he meant was now he has a woman That's true. and a family. A family that he has see, to fight for. That he, that he wants to fight for. Mm-hmm. So that's what he meant. Yep. Because they're like a whole little family unit now. They are. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of cute. That's cute. So then we see Egret scouting out the gate and talking to the Ooh, I want this other, bitch gone. Talking to the other um, wildling saying, well, the fat one and the bony one's up there. Looks like, <laughs> <laughs> looks like all the rest of them are at the top, so this should be pretty easy for us to get the gate. Mm. And so I'm like, ah, hell. So they attack. So then they go back to the top of the wall and we see... All the wildlings, giants, mammoths, everything coming out the woods. Coming out the woods. That was awesome that scene, was an though. Awesome scene. And they're like, they're like yelling and screaming, and you know, for, for the distraction part. Yeah. And like, they must be hitting like, like bones together or something because it's a whole bunch of racket. It's a whole lot of racket. Yeah. So, but that was an awesome scene just from the well, seeing, top view down. Seeing the mammoths because we haven't seen I those know. yet. That was and the good. giants, which I like seeing. I like the giants. And now, this is my question about the giants. Oh, Lord. Wasn't that a, a male and a female giant? Because the one had real long hair. They both had long hair. Yeah, but the one had the real long, blonde, well, white know, hair. I didn't notice that. 
The one that I they finally they both, get. I thought they were both girl. I mean, boy giants. Uh, but could as be. I was watching this, seeing the giants, I was thinking, well, I wonder if there's a woman giant somewhere. Well, it looked like a woman giant Where's to me. Where's the female giant? The one riding the man. Or the baby giants. That would be interesting to see. Ew. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, yeah. Seeing mm. like a toddler giant. Lord. Anyway, um... Yeah, so I, I just thought they were both male giants, but I don't know. I have to go back and watch it to see. I think one I thought a they woman. were both. No, I think one male. was. I think they were either brother and sister or like, um, uh, you know, a couple. Yeah. Could anyway, be. anyway, could be. Okay, so at this point, Sir Alistair he says he orders everybody to get their arrows. Notched up knock or whatever they call oh, it. Oh, I love this whole thing. And they were saying it throughout the whole thing. Uh, draw. Knock. No, knock. No, draw, knock. Knock and lose. lose. And they were just going, they were just screaming, lose. Oh, it was fun. I, I like I like that. <laughs> that was cracking me up. Oh, so then, me as up. they're getting ready, getting ready and they're getting their arrows together, they hear another horn. Mm-hmm. That's the back gate, and that's when you realize there's two horns. He's like, "Oh shit!" They're attacking the north gate, or excuse me, the south, south gate. gate. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I will say, I don't like that thorn, Alistair Thorn, Alistair. But whatever he else. was bad. He, he didn't bad. hesitate. He said, "Slint, he you said, have the wall." Slint, here you go. Which that was a bad idea. Yeah, but he didn't know that. I got to go down there and help them downstairs, and I'm like, "Good." He didn't try to slink away like a little. Pussy. No. Like Flint. So, uh, then at that point, I'm like, oh, well, this isn't going to be good because that fool don't know how to lead nobody, right? Well, not only that, but he, uh, ooh. Anyway, so, you know, <laughs> they show, they show Sir Alice, Alistair going down, down to the bottom level with, uh, you know, a few men anyway. And right away, he jumps right in it. Jumps right in it and starts killing up the wildings and stuff. I thought that was good. They're battling. That yeah, was that was good. Scene. Them thins are so brutal, though. Wow. I know. They all, are well, just... All the uh, wildlings And are. they got hatchets and shit. All the wildlings are mean. And Egret, I bet she was shooting about ten folk. Just one behind the other behind the other with her arrow. She was just Well, shooting. the smart thing was, which I will say, she was smart as... The wall was throwing arrows to them. She was picking them up and using them so she wouldn't use up all hers. All hers. Which is smart. I like Mm -hmm. that. So, at this point, Sir Alistair Thorne gets downstairs and, or Thorne Alistair, whatever, however fuck his name is. I can't remember. Anyway, um, I know one of his names is Thorne, one's Alistair. His last name is Thorne. Thorne. Okay. So, Thorne gets down there and before they start fighting he gives that rousing speech that we were talking about <laughs> come on brothers mm. I thought it was pretty good anyway let's move on so um, they show Pip and Sam and Sam's basically reloading this crossbow while Pip tries to shoot people and he's not a very good shot nope probably because he's nervous and scared well and he said he never he never shot anything before yeah so you know, and then they show various different fighting scenes and stuff. And to me, they were all very exciting. And and they're getting ready to um, position the mammoths near the front gate and stuff. And and no, it wasn't the front gate. It was the the tunnel. The tunnel gate. Yeah, yeah. that's what I meant. And uh, um, 
John's trying to tell this Sir Allen, uh, uh, the slant guy. John Yeah. That, uh, you know, you need to do something. You need to order men to do something. Well, there's giants coming and stuff. And, and this stupid fool talking about, there's no such thing as a giant. I know. That's just something that they tell kids. You know what? You dummy. I loved how they did that. Oh, they I didn't love say it. nothing, but Grin came over and goes, oh, uh, Sir Alistair. Well, he went around to the back like he just came from, yeah. from down. Uh, Sir Alistair needs you downstairs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was Take good. Take your ass on. That was good. And did you see John give him the nod like, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Get this going, out. The next thing was, we was going to knock this motherfucker out. <laughs> And then Slim, oh, oh, he needs me. Yeah, he said he needs the most senior person down there. The most experienced person. That's the yeah. down there. Mm-hmm. And he had the big head for just a minute. A minute. Mm-hmm. The only way he came, he became Kingsguard because he definitely wasn't from fighting because he's a no. fucking coward. No. I mean, he was more cowardly than Sam. Yes. Which, which they were trying to prove. Yes. Because when he gets downstairs... And he sees all the fighting. He sees all the fighting. He immediately runs into the castle and goes and hides in the same storage room. But th- this that was Gilly's the thing. In. But this was the thing that got me about that. It's not so much that he went and hid and everything. The motherfucker had a key. Mm-hmm. He had his own little key. Okay. To the storage room. Mm-hmm. Damn. Which tells you, you punk. <laughs> you probably been in there stealing food and oh, shit. Oh, hell yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Because he looked pretty healthy to me. <laughs> but the bad, so when I saw that, I was like, oh, shit. I hope he don't do nothing to Gilly. Because, yeah, that's the first thing I thought yeah, was, oh, don't be messing with Gilly. looking at her. But I started thinking, nah, I think she could take care of herself. I think she would go wilding on his ass. Yeah, be- because so. she's got her baby down there, right. too, see. So, yeah. Punk ass. Punk ass. Punk ass bitch. And them punk motherfuckers are always the ones <laughs> who fucking survive. Don't they? Ain't it the truth? They the ones. They always the survive. They the ones that be surviving. Damn. Anyway. But I loved it when, when John, as soon as Slint left, he said, okay, man. And, and he gave his little command. Draw. Knock. Lose. Well, by and this was, point, some of the wildlings have started climbing the wall. And mm-hmm. he says, well, it's going to take them until dawn to get to the top. And, and they said, well, how you know? Because like, I made that climb. <laughs> yeah. In other words, it's going to take a good five, six hours uh-huh. for them to get to the top. Damn. And I was like, damn. That's a long time. It's a long time to be climbing something. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, they do the draw. Knock. Lose. <laughs> I just love the way they were saying that, though. They were just yelling. You know. Oh, it was good. So, wait a minute. Did you see? They had two guys tied with a rope that was walk that they made go around lower. But wait, they had to walk kind of down the wall. Yes. With their arrows. And I was like, oh, hell. Oh, but that worked great because they got to shoot the ones that was climbing up. No, but but I couldn't do it. And then they uh, they switched to that thin leader downstairs, and he is killing up folks. You know what? We found out his name is Steer. Steer? Okay. S-T-Y-R. Well, uh, the Steer is down there killing up folks. Slicing and, and, and slicing dicing. and dicing, but so is Egret. She is shooting the shit out of people. I know. She is really good with that, that arrow. That damn thin. He is scary. Ooh. He's big, too. And then, next thing we know, Egret done killed Pip. 
Well, I didn't shot under- him with an arrow. Yeah, I didn't understand this. I think she was. Pip- some- well, wait, hold on. I think Pip was getting scared where they were because Tormund and them were climbing. Exactly. And so he got up and ran to a new location, and I'm thinking, where the hell did they go? Well, they was they were okay. They were down. In the uh, ground level, but they were uh, near where that elevator thing comes down that Ollie was working. Yeah. And they were near there, and he, he was crouched down because he was trying to load his little bow thing or I, get I his little crossbow thing. I'm just saying that from the first location to the second location, well, I, I could, didn't get why they I left I couldn't it. tell you that, but anyway, but she's moving through, and she shoots him in he the shoots, neck. He shoots one dude in the heart, he's like, oh, I got one. And so Sam goes, well... There's still more out there. Keep shooting. And next thing you know, kapow. Mm-hmm. Right in the damn, through the neck. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, Pip. He gone. He gone. I mean, and he lasted and, about 30 seconds. And the only thing I didn't understand or believe in that scene is, why didn't she shoot Sam? Well, Sam wasn't standing up. She didn't even know Sam was there. I'm sure she could see him. He was holding Pip, Sam. Pip, Pip. No, you're okay. Sister Jay, that was when he fell, and there was a big banister Um, there. You couldn't see through that. I mean, otherwise, they would have been shooting him through the wood. But mm. just like in the other location, it had like a half wall, and so Sam was crouched behind it. So when he fell, Um, she probably didn't know there was another person down there. I I didn't see a barrier covering him, so... It wasn't a barrier. It so was like my a, question a was, well, how come she, uh, and the only thing I thought was, was she probably just like she was doing in earlier scenes, she probably shot and then moved on real quick because she was moving through. Well, there she was, was a wall through. there, so. I anyway. Mean, it was clear as day. Then we see the giants put see positioning. wall the, there. Positioning the mammoth to the, to the uh, tunnel gate and they're hooking it up with some ropes. Well, and this is the other thing that I was like, what is the point of this? So as they're hooking it up, well, before they hook it up, you know, when there, there were some wildlings that came up there qu- first. They, he said, okay, let the barrels go. So they dropped like four or five barrels of that oil on them. And I'm like, what is that going to do? Well, first, all it did was, I mean, it killed them, yes. But it's it like is, an explosion. But they didn't explode. Yes, they did. It's no, a big fire not the thing. First, no, that's the first barrels. Oh, there oh. was no fire. Then they did, once the little mammoth was hooked up to the wall and the giant, you know, got the little um, bungee cord thing in there. And they were trying to get that mammoth to pull open the gate. Then they lit some of the barrels on fire and dropped it on them. Oh, well, that's because the first time the barrel dropped, it was an accident. Okay, Sister Jane, never mind. All the rest of y'all who watched the show... Uh, and paid attention know what I'm talking about. <laughs> because there was three. The first one where he did it on accident, there was a second time that they let the barrels go, with, which were not on fire, and it killed like four or five wildlings. And mm. then there was a third time that they lit it on fire and it burned up the... Um, well, maybe it killed the them because it was just the sheer force of the drop. It was. That's not my point. My point okay. was, why didn't they light the first one on fire? Well, because, you know... Who knows? Anyway, Lords, you make shit difficult. All I was trying to say was <laughs> that was my question of why would you drop them and it and not? Hey, they ain't never been in a fight before, so who knows? True. Maybe they just didn't think about lighting it. All I know, honey, is that woolly mammoth took our running. That was cracking me up. That thing stepped on somebody. 
and he said he crushed somebody getting away because you that know was a man uh, it, those it were startled both, him. Those were both male um, giants. Okay, so they were brothers anyway, or something. But anyway, so <clears throat> the giant who was hooking up the mammoth, he takes out running after the mammoth, trying to you know Catch slow it, it down. Yeah, and they got this. Uh, up on the castle yes. black wall, they got this huge, like, dragon spear. That's what it reminded me of. spear on, like, a big-ass bow. And they shot that giant in that the That was back. a good shot. That was a good shot. I mean, but they had to do a big-ass spear for him because that thing was big. But it looked like a dragon-type spear. Well, whatever. Anyway. Maybe that's what they used it for. But Yeah, back in the day. It shot him. And he, the, the one that was at the wall at the gate got pissed. He got real mad. He's like, oh, fuck this. He starts trying to manhandle that door open. He was And at this it point, up. John says to Grin, okay, they're going for that gate. We have to hold the gate. So take five of the guys and go down there and hold the gate. And Grin's like, gate. okay. He's like, no, hold the gate. Basically, in other words, suicide mission. To the fucking death. <laughs> suicide mission. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't understand this. Why didn't they take some fucking arrows? Well, yeah, because everybody don't. Don't fire an arrow. Shit. You know what I mean? They could have got good, you know, 10 or so arrows in that fool. Well, but they, hey, they, they diced him. They, well, but they died. Well, but hey. And see, this is my thought last week, or whatever week it was when John was talking about, let's fill in the cave, the, mm-hmm. tunnel. the tunnel. And I kept thinking, well, that giant's not going to be able to fit through there. That tunnel's not that big. Oh, that, yeah. Uh, oh, that yeah. fucking tunnel was huge. huge. Oh, yeah, because that giant could stand up. He and run. Yeah. But we'll get to that. That freaked me out, though. That was freaky, wasn't it? Yeah, it freaked me out. But, but anyway. I mean, why would you? So after we see that giant trying to lift the gate, then we're back downstairs and Tormund is fighting with Sir Alistair. And I'm thinking, yeah, slice him up, Tormund. I did. Oh, yeah, I wanted Tormund. I like Tormund, though, even though he, he is a wilding, but I like him. I so I wanted him to cut up Sir Alistair. They yeah. was battling for a while. They was battling. And he, he got, did. He would have killed Sir Alistair. And he cut him up a little bit. But but uh, Sir Alistair dropped. Like through this little. He fell off the balcony. Yeah. Basically. It fell off. And, and his men pulled him out. Pulled him away. I'm thinking that wherever they pulled him. He died though from his wounds. I'm, I'm hoping. thinking that too. Because at the end. I'm hoping. You don't see him. You don't see him. And, and John did say. When Sam was complaining. John did say. But there's nobody here to command. Exactly. So, so that, I'm hopeful. That's what I thought too. I'm yeah. like, well, he must have died then. Because, I hope so. Because <laughs> they should have just wheeled his ass right back out. <laughs> yeah. So then Sam gets the crossbow from his dead little pip, Aww. and he's 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 running. I'm not clear where he. Well, he's going towards the uh, little elevator thing. Yeah, and he then he hides, or he's getting ready to hide. And here come a thin. They see Sam with his little portly self, and, and oh, you can see that thin. Just, <laughs> just like, you know, rainbows in his eyes. Like, ooh, Sister that's Jay. a big one. That's a big one. Let me get that one. You that's know, because they eat folk. So, wrong. Oh, but wait a minute. But that was cracking me up. That thing was almost to it. And Sam, of course, was a little fumbly with the crossbow. But Sam got that crossbow uh, loaded just I in time. It. And he shot that thin in, in the, the head. head. In the head. Yes. I did say, go ahead, Sam. I liked it. Yeah. I, I did give it. him props for that. Because Sam did, did excellent there. Yeah. 
So then he runs up where that lift lets out, and at that time, that's when Grin and them were coming down. Mm-hmm. And so Sam's like, we need more men down here. We need more men. And Grin's like, look, go we, tell John. He's we got to go to the tunnel. Yeah, we got to go tell John. So Sam goes to get in the thing, and little Ollie is sitting there because he runs the elevator. Right. And, and so he's scared. He's hiding. I oh, know. And Sam's like, get me up, get me up. And he's like, um, okay, I know I can't yell at this kid because he's scared. So he's exactly. like, Ollie. I need you to take me up. I have to talk to John. And then when I give the signal, you let us back down. But what he said, he, he said, you need to find a weapon. And when I go give you the signal, we need to come back down. No, Okay, so today. Mm-hmm. So after he said all that, he says, find you a weapon and fight. Mm-hmm. Fight. Do whatever you can do. Do what you can do. So he looks down, little Ollie, and he sees a bow. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because he did tell him I'm a good shot yes he did and that's the little boy that that thin ate his parents right yeah yep Mm, damn so at this point sam makes it to the top of the wall yep and he tells john look we need more men um and because they're coming over the they're coming over the wall Mm -hmm. sir alistair's down it's not going to stand we're not going to be able to make it much longer and so john says Look at his flick. He says, Ed, okay, you got you, the wall. You got the wall. Come on. <laughs> and he tells him, look, shoot him if the man must come back. If they get too high on the wall, drop the Sith. Oh, I love that. on going. And keep going. And so he immediately grabs his his um, sword, mm-hmm. and he goes down. And this, I, I don't know why. Yeah, I like I, it. You know, all these seasons, I think John is cute, but I've never been like... Oh, I think really John cute. is very cute. He was really cute in this episode. Yeah, he his, was He was doing it. He was doing it. Yeah. So, um, then, um, as he's going down, or they're going down the elevator, mm-hmm. we'll, get to, we'll go ahead and go to that. As he goes down the elevator, he tells Sam... Um, I don't want you out there. And mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I love this scene. I thought this was sweet. It was very he's good. He's like, I don't want you out there. And Sam goes, well, you can't protect me forever. Mm-hmm. And he says, I need him more than I need you. Well, he gives him a key. He gives him a key. And he says, I need him yeah. more than I need you. And so I'm like, yes. yes yeah, I couldn't yes. wait. Go get yes. those. Yes. Yes. I was wondering, where is it's he? ghost. That's yes. right. And we got to hurry up and do it on the slide so they don't get ready for his ass and stick him. Exactly. I don't want to see another dead dog. No, no. So I was, but I thought that was sweet because the whole way they did it was kind of slow that and was quiet. Good. And it was kind of showing the love. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want you out there. I don't want you in danger. Because mm-hmm. I know you're not a fighter, Sam. Yeah, but it got even, even even sweeter to me because once once they get down off the elevator, John immediately goes jumps to fight. Off. Jumps off right. and jumps goes to off fight. Before it even gets to the and bottom. goes to fight. But Sam Sam runs through and he goes to to the door where where a, a ghost is. Is locked up. Is locked up. But when he opens the door he says, We need you boy. I love that. I love that. And honey I love that. And ghost, ghost look gave him a look like well, all right, here we go. That was great. That was so good. That was great. Oh, that was my favorite scene in the whole thing. Yeah, that was great. I loved it. Mm -hmm. And the way this scene, they um, show John, they back up the camera, show John fighting, they pan over, show that steer 
fighting, then they show Tormund fighting. Yeah. They go over and they show all these people fighting. Wait, they show Egrit fighting. But the thing that got me was they didn't cut away to anything. They just kept the camera kept moving. Kept it going. So that shows you that all that shit's going on at the same time. It was awesome to see it that and, way. And it's a whole big area too. Just I just oh I man. love seeing it that way because mm-hmm. normally in these fight scenes they go. June, cut June. here, cut yeah. here, cut yeah. here, cut here. This no. was like one continuous motion. Like a panoramic view. Yes, yeah. a panoramic view. It was good. Oh, it was awesome. It was really uh, good. This this was one of the best fights. Oh, ever. and then when that thin leader noticed John, I thought, oh, shit, <gasps> here we go. And the whole time, see, Sam's running toward the storage door. Right. And I thought that was well done, too, how they showed all that fighting and all those different groups fighting. Sam, but Sam has had, you know, he has to, like, avoid them groups fighting. Right. To get over to where he needs to get get over to. Right. So. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, so then that. That uh, uh, He is whipping John's butt. No, John held his own. Well, The only time he started whipping his butt was because he lost his sword. Well, but hey. And so I was like, well, shit, John, you better hurry up and start running. I know, or something. Because this fool is big. He was big. Uh, uh, They kept showing Egret, too, on this scene that she had run out of arrows. So she jumps down and starts looking for arrows that have been shot already Mm -hmm. and starts shooting. So she's, you know, shooting people up. And as she's shooting people... Um, they keep showing John fighting with that thin, thin, getting the best of him. He falls all up into this. The, the thin grabs him by his neck. And, Somehow. And, and he slams him on this anvil looking thing. Oh, that looked terrible. Oh, that looked like it hurt. Somehow the thin lost his little axe thing. Mm-hmm. So they were just doing mano a mano. And he was getting tore up. John was getting tore up. So, um, the thin kind of hikes him up by his neck, and somehow John, it was by the woodworking, the workbench. It was the workbench, yeah. He gets a hold of this big ass hammer, and boom, right in the top of that <laughs> motherfucker's head. Kills him. Kills him dead. So, I was like, what? I know, I was so happy. And then yeah. while John is trying to catch his breath, he turns around. He turns around, and there's Egret, got an arrow trained on his ass. She sure did. And she, uh, and he smiled. I think if he wouldn't have smiled, she probably would have went on and shot. But he kind of smiled like, oh, you're still alive. And so she kind of smiles a little bit. She kind of hesitated too. And the next thing you know, whoop. (laughs) She gets shot through the heart. I was hooping and I said, I said, yes. That bitch is gone. John looks up and it's little Ollie. Little Ollie. Ollie. And wait, but the best part of the whole scene of that part was Ollie kind of nods his head like, got her. Yeah. He got he her for a Like, <laughs> you're welcome. Woo! all Ollie knows is this is the bitch that helped kill up my family exactly, and my village. Exactly. You know? That was excellent, and though. If she wouldn't have had her bow up like that, I don't know if he would have shot her. I think he might have shot her he anyway. Might have shot her anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was happy though. <laughs> you know what? The only thing, the only thing about it to me was the bitch took too long to die. Sister J. Damn. She had to. She had long enough to did say you, that stupid shit. John Snow, you know nothing. Well, he didn't. Do you remember the cave? Oh shit. I do. We should have stayed there. Mm. We'll go back there someday. And I was thinking the same thing. John Snow, you know nothing. 
She is fixing mm. to die. She ain't going she nowhere. That, but you know what? They had to annoy us one more time well, with that tired ass he sentence. He loved her. Let him have his love goodbye or whatever, mm. whatever. Anyway. You know. I was so glad she's gone. I was saying yay to the TV. So mm-hmm. then we get back to the top of the wall. Yep. And there's Ed. And, and I guess, to me, that this means that there's been a lot of time that's passed. Yes. A good hour or two. Because those wildlings are kind of halfway up halfway. the wall. Halfway. And so he's like, let the Sith loose. He said, drop the Sith. I'm like, this thing is huge. But did you see that? It's the chains them all. on that sucker was huge. The links. But, the, the but when it dropped and I thought, okay. How they gonna do Ooh, this? When anger. that thing swooped, I said, "You know what? Castle Black is too tough." Okay. <laughs> no wonder nobody's ever breached that sucker. S- thank you. And then, as soon as it scraped all them people off, every last one of them, then what did it say? Pull it out. Pull it out. And and but it was from the point of view also from the wilding standing on the ground looking at them. Being scraped off. Yeah. It was like, okay, see, they're going to have to formulate something else. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that, that was good. Point, that was at good. At that point, you see them kind of going back in the woods. <laughs> yeah, they backing up a little bit. That was bit. probably the first wave anyway. Yeah. You know. That's what John said, too, later. And so then Tormund is down at the bottom with an arrow in his back. Well, shoulder. he's got a couple arrows in him. No, he's got one in his shoulder. And then he's still trying to fight. Mm-hmm. And so John's like. Tormund, it's over. He's still trying to fight. So John just picks up a bow, shoots him in the leg with it. Okay, sit your ass down. I done told you. It's, it's and he over. tells his man, put him in chains. Because we need to question him. Well, he just said, put him yeah. in chains. So then. And Tormund says, I should have thrown you off the top of the wall. And John says, I, you should have. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and he's just walking on, walk casually, on. moseying on. Yeah. I, you should have. <laughs> Oh, that was good. That was good. So then, um, oh, Lord. Sam goes and unlocks Gilly out of the room. Well, he goes she, to the storage room and unlocks the door. Didn't I fucking just say he that? Didn't, he didn't unlock her. He unlocked the fucking door. Well, that's what I just said. You are so fucking ignorant. <laughs> wait, wait Belligerent. You, wait a minute. Wait till you go back and listen to this. I said exactly that. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't have to be fucking specific and literal every yeah, single time. Do. No, you want it mm, to be. Mm, mm. So he unlocks the dough, goes in there, and she's looking all happy. And he's like, I promised you. I promised you. Mm-hmm. And then he hears a noise. And he and, the, and behind the weight, behind the dough, there is Slint slunked all down looking like On a damn floor. little baby. He need so, to kill that one. They um, are, at this point, the sun's starting to rise, and so you can see people trying to bring all the dead bodies together, and um, John tells Sam, okay, he's going to try us again tonight, so we don't have a lot of time uh, to try to get this shit together. We ain't going to make it, but maybe one or two nights. And so he starts walking towards off somewhere, and John and Sam's like, where are you going? He's like, I got to go find Mance. Yep. And John's like, he, you're not going to get within 100 feet of him. He's like, well, I have to try. He's either going to kill me there or he's going to kill me in two days when they come back. Mm. And so he tells Sam, which I kind of like this. He goes, it's a bad plan, I know. Do you have a plan? That's what I'm saying. You're doing all this talking. What you going to do? What you going to do? Not a thing. 
What we didn't talk about was um, the giant. We skipped that part. The giant. Well, when they walk to the gate. No, before this. Oh. Before they start fighting the giant. He done hoisted that gate up. And I, and I was happy that when he let it go, it fell back down. Yeah. But when he got in there and started running down that long hallway, I was like, oh, my goodness, that was freaky. Uh-huh. And that one big. dude, I would have been that one guy. Uh, I need to run. Yeah, but <laughs> if they would have run, he would have got all the way in there. Right. That's what Grim He would have got him. all the way in there. But that's a hard concept when you're facing that sucker, I'm sure. Mm. So Grin gave that little pledge, Night's Watch pledge mm-hmm. speech to get them all riled up to get him. So by this, so um, when John and Sam are walking through, they come up upon the giant is dead. And all the but boys. But so is all the boys. Yep. And Grin, which was sad. Well, but hey. And the, John, I You like, knew it was a suicide mission. He's a giant. I like what John said. They held the gate. Yep. They did. They held it. And then he tells John, which I'm or Sam, I'm glad he said this too. We need to burn the bodies because we don't need none of them coming back. Yeah, because remember, uh huh. Mm-hmm. He that said, means he said, get you somebody down here to help you burn all the bodies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then John takes off his sword and said, "I promised Mormont I'd never lose this again. So in case I don't come back, and he and he gives Sam his, his sword. sword. Mm-hmm. And then he walks out. I don't get that. What do you mean, the sword part? No, I don't get what what John's doing. I just don't get it. I think he, well, like he said, he's going to go try to find Rance. First of all. And talk to him. First of all, he escaped. What makes him think he's going to get anywhere near Mance through the other wildings? I would think they would kill him on sight. That's what Sam told him. I mean, so I don't get what he's trying to do. But you don't have another plan. Because they're not going to abandon the wall. That's true. They're not going to do that. So, I mean, what else can he do, really? He's going to try to weasel his way out of something. Anyway, I'm glad that episode's over. I thought it was a good episode. Uh, Yeah, I mean, once I got over the disappointment of it being all at the wall. It was entertaining enough because of the the fight scenes and seeing the mammoths and the giants and stuff. But, you know, they need to get on with King's Landing. We want to know who died. Did the mountain die or what? That's what we want to know. Well, we're not going to find that out till next time. Anyway, okay. The last episode of the yeah. second season. I'm ready for True Blood. What? Yeah. I'm sad that Game of Thrones is over. I'm not. I'm going through the draws already. I am not. I'm, I'm looking forward to True Blood. I am. All right. You wear feather eyes. <laughs> you are wear, well, whatever, however you say it. Wear feather <laughs> You are, you young people don't know shit. It ain't it's got fair weather. Okay, fair Damn. weather. Damn. Oh, Lord. Get on to the feedback. Okay, our feedback for mm. this episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, our first email is from Manny. Hey, Manny. And it's not, I don't think it's about this episode. It's about us <laughs> reading read him. him. <laughs> subject line is not a spoiler. Oh, Lord. Hey, hey, ladies. Sister K, please, please, please take me off your shit list. <laughs> I, sw- 
swear to the old gods and the new that I am not a spoiler. <laughs> I'm not 10 minutes into the podcast and y'all are calling me out. Okay, let me explain exactly how I figured Tywin would be sending something to Barristan Selmy. Mm-hmm. We already know that once Tywin starts writing things, that shit is about to kick off. And it got me to thinking that he only has one thing to exploit in Danny's camp. Especially after he just told Cersei it was extremely foolish of her and Joffrey to get rid of Selmy. Then you cut to the very next scene and it's Danny's camp with Jorah. When I'm watching a great show like this, I become very invested in the storyline. I think about all the scenes and make logical conclusions based on what I've seen. I am not in caps. One of these reader, reading rainbow spoiler hoes who just wants to show how smart they are by telling the story ahead of time. Now, I know it sounds suspicious because I was right, but this is not the case. <laughs> I promise you. Mm-hmm. In fact, I will give you two examples of what I've come up with all on my own. Mm. Because, number one, because Jon Snow and Bran didn't connect when they were feet away from each other, I don't think Arya and Sansa will meet either. They won't. I don't know why they wouldn't since they are so close, but it just makes sense to me. Because she's going out the wrong way. Number two, Littlefinger killed Joffrey because the Lannisters orchestrated Catelyn Stark's death. So logically, I'm thinking he's going to go after the other people who are involved, namely Ruth Bolton and Walter Frey, though not unless he can gain something from killing them as well. Well, he can, the North, because they yeah. they acting like they're trying to run all the North. Yeah. Um, good point, Manny. I think from now on, if I have a theory, I will give more background on my thoughts rather than just saying, I think blah, blah, blah. So I again ask Sister K, please let me come back from the wall as I am completely innocent. <laughs> Y'all got me all scared and shit to be right now. Okay, back to the podcast. A Manny Michonne. Okay, first of all, Manny, I think you protesting too much. I believe Manny. I believe him. Uh, well, you know what? For all y'all, uh, uh, sorry, Manny. wait a minute. For all y'all, uh, in the Sister Speak family who came to Manny's defense, Tori, <laughs> y'all full of shit. Yeah, what? Manny. Uh, uh-huh. first of all, Manny, I do not believe that you ain't read something. You might have read the story on the internet, on an app, or something. Because a lot of your shit is just exactly what happened. So, mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to believe Manny uh, yeah, and well. say, sorry you were on my shit list last week. Mm-hmm. Just like I semi-apologize. Semi <laughs> no, you didn't. I semi-apologize to Anthony B. last week. Oh, Lord, that person. So, I'm semi-apologizing to Manny. Mm. Semi. But it was like a spoil. I mean, yeah. I didn't. I mean, you were right, but but still. it's spoilerish. Spoilerish. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Manny also had an um, a email about the episode. So, oh well, wait a minute now. This is gonna be long as then. Well, that was that was a whole separate thing from um, our podcast. So anyway, right. he says. Hey, hey, ladies, I'm on vacation and still haven't finished listening to your episode 8 podcast, but I had to get my two cents in on the battle at the wall. Well, we all knew it was coming, but it was a little lack, a little bit lackluster for me. The most interesting thing was Meister Eamon and who he was in love with. Yep. Now, I know he's a Targaryen, but he's got to be a cousin, right? Could he really be the Mad King's brother? I need one or two more dots to make that connection. One thing I do know is that if... He's the eldest Targaryen royalty, then he is the only one who would really know 
who Jon Snow's mother is since he was there. But I will also just say that if you guys don't want me to make any more predictions or theories, then I will respectfully keep those thoughts to myself. Yeah. It's not fun to be read when you can't read back. <laughs> P.S. Big ups to Lady Sansa for walking down those steps in the veil, looking like Marjorie 0.5. And big ups to Sister Tori who backed my ass up on Yeah, the right. Now she apparently has some book knowledge, and I love that you came to my defense. Mm. But girl, you didn't have to say how wrong my theories were. Mm. Damn. Laugh out loud. <laughs> A Manny Miami. Uh. All right, Manny. Thank you, Manny. Thank you, Manny. But you know what, Manny? If you don't want to get read, then don't be saying no shit. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with you saying your theories. No. But. Keep them to yourself. They're just. (laughs) Keep them to yourself, Manny. Spoilery. Yeah, keep them to yourself, Manny. That's fine. Just, you know. Sister J. You you can write and let us know. I like the episode. I don't like the episode. Blah, blah, blah. People like to get their predictions. Mm, We get it. Yeah, okay. We do it all the time. Hey, it's Sister Speak. And they're part of the Sister Speak well, family. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah. We done went through that before. Uh-huh. Thank you, Manny. Thank you, Manny. Damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now she's salty. Okay, our next email is from Taj. Hey, Taj. Hey, sisters. Does John know that there is a fight going on, or is he just going to sit and cradle Egret all night? Thank you. He could have easily been shot with an arrow like Egret. While he was rocking her back and forth. (laughs) Sir, there is a battle going on behind you. You'd better get back in it and afterwards find her body and throw yourself on it like Sherlita did at Oberyn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. It was so sad to see those men succeed at holding the gate. But all of them die in the end. Where the hell is John going without a sword? Thank you. His leading the Night's Watch to go on some suicide mission proves that Egret's dying words were true. He knows nothing. Taj. <laughs> Thank you, Taj. Thank you, Taj. Uh, yeah, I wonder the same thing. Where are you going? I mean, he could have at least taken a sword. He might not have taken... I mean, what does he hope to accomplish, though? Well, I just... We're going to find out mm, in the next one. Yeah, I hope we not. saw scenes where apparently he does get there, so... Yeah, well, I hope they don't spend the whole damn-ass episode on that shit. Well, it looks like they're going to go all over the place on the mm. next one, so... Thank you, Taj. Thank you, Taj. Okay, our next email is from Leslie in Tulsa. Hey, Leslie. Hello, sisters and family. For me, this was hands down the most thrilling episode of all four seasons of Game of Thrones. Oh, no. I'm not going to say that. No. But it was one of the best fight scenes we've had. I was squirming around in my chair, jumping up and down, and cheering more than I have for any one of the playoff games of my beloved Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm. And that's saying something. Even Sir Alistair was a badass in the fight. And he was a and he was big enough to let John know he knew he was wrong. Everyone kicked ass except for that weaselly coward Slint. What do you think <laughs> What do you think they'll do with him? The giants were amazing. I couldn't be more impressed with the special effects. They were yeah, they were, they were good. good. They were impressive. I mean, you didn't even see any weirdness with the special effects. Yeah. Really. Yeah. They were good. Um, a special bit of love for the boy Ollie. He was so terrified, but then he picked up a bow and put an arrow through Egret. That's right. His little head nod to John afterwards was the best. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was. I don't care what Sister J says. Sam was fantastic in this episode. <laughs> and I love him. I love him too, Leslie. <laughs> Y'all go right in. As always, can't wait to hear what my fellow Sister Speak friends have to say. 
I've already forgiven Robert for not inviting me to Oberyn's funeral. <laughs> Leslie in Tulsa. Thank you, Leslie. <laughs> Thank you, Leslie. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Sam might have had one episode where where he did a few things, but no. I liked it. I don't have no love for Sam. I do. You See, y'all, what's going to happen is next season, it's going to be a turnaround or something like Sansa. She's like, oh, I've been loving him all along. Oh, no. Just I like will she said not. with Sansa. I did not I say like that about Sansa. Sansa. I what I said him. was, now that she's left King's Landing, mm-hmm. I like her. Whatever. Fairweather. That's what, yeah, well, you know what? Fairweather. <laughs> At least you're using it correctly. <laughs> what did I say before? Weather. <laughs> yeah, wait till you listen. Wait I don't know what I said. <laughs> anyway, I know it's wrong. But see, I can admit what I said. <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> That's because you wrong a lot. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, our next email is from Bo. Who? Bo. Oh, hey, Bo. Hi, sisters. This is Bo from San Diego. Cool. I got a couple things to say about the wall episode. Okay. Number one, great action in the last 30 minutes. Number two, I'm sorry, but I don't give a dusty fuck when Gret died. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I even laughed when the boy gave a nod to John right after he put an arrow through her heart. I know. I know. That was the best part. He's like, <coughs> you're welcome. <laughs> got it for you. That's right. Now to more important matters. There was something in your podcast last week that got me all confused, flustered, and scratching my head. Mm. Sister J, when you were discussing the scene with Masande in the river, did you say, Warsh? I thought there was something wrong with the audio. I've never heard that before. What? Warsh. No. Washing her clothes. <laughs> That's how people say I wash. Said washing her clothes. Well, you might have said Warsh, but I, mean, I don't That's think how so. a lot of people say wash here. I didn't say Warsh. <laughs> I don't talk Probably like that. Probably did. We're going to have to all go back and listen and see. Yeah, well, you know what? I'll be expecting an apology. They are not going to apologize just for saying you said what? I'm not talking about Bo. I'm talking about you. Why would I apologize <laughs> to your ass? Because, you know, saying Warsh say is not a bad thing. I don't say Warsh. Well, she probably did, but... I don't know. I don't Last thing that. I got to say, Sister K, you had me rolling when you were imitating poor little orphan Robin. Mm. Hope he stays alive. Because that was <laughs> funny, though. That <laughs> was funny, though. Uncle Uncle Oh, don't do it again. <laughs> Hope he stays alive, because I want to hear you do it again. <laughs> mm, mm, that was mm. for you, Bo. Mm. Thanks for making me laugh every week. I also listen to your Walking Dead podcast. Take care, sisters. Bo. Thank you, Bo. Thank you, Bo. And I don't say Warsh. She probably did. I don't say Warsh. Probably did. Mm-hmm. Okay, our next email is from Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hello, sisters. Hope all is well with you both and the Sister Speak family. Well, what can I say about 50 minutes of fighting? Nothing. Yeah. I did cry when Egret <laughs> died. I <laughs> found it very touching. Oh, Lord. I will go. I didn't cry. I didn't either. No, I, I was, wasn't cheering like Sister J. I was gleeful, but I didn't <laughs> cry. I was like, "Well, that's what she get." I, I was, all people. She I was kill. real gleeful. Yeah. I will go back to last week, and I really need to say I do not think Littlefinger and Sansa will get together. I hope not. that way. He would be a pedophile. I do think Sansa will stay the same boring character she has always been. If not, I will apologize. <laughs> I, <laughs> You don't have to apologize. Ooh. I do think Littlefinger will.
will get rid of little Robin. I do not think Robin fits into Peter's plans. I think that so, too. True, probably so. Uh-huh. Hot damn, CGI, woolly mammoths, love them, felt right at home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy! <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's funny. I think the finale will blow our heads off. It was written that it will be nonstop surprises. Cannot, oh, Lord. Cannot wait. Then, sisters, you will have another five-hour podcast. Much love, <laughs> as always, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny, for Thank that you, Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Ooh, she said she felt right at home with the woman. Woolly mammoth. <laughs> oh, that was on our uh, True Blood podcast, I think. I think. it was. Yeah. Was it? I think. You were talking about saber tooths and. Yeah, I think it was True Blood. Cougars. <laughs> what? It all came from that stupid cougar thing. Yeah. Know, comments about cougars. Yeah. When, um, yeah. I don't know. That was True Blood. Was it? Okay. We talking about uh, Jason and the Wear Panther and all that uh, shit. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Okay. Our next email is from Kelly. Hey, Kelly. I'm a long time. Hi, Sister J and Sister K. I'm a long time listener, but this is my first time to email you. Ooh. I love the show and recently posted an iTunes review, five stars, of course, for your podcast. Yay. Woohoo. I listened to the end of the Mountain and Viper podcast after watching the Watchers on the Wall episode last night. And when y'all started saying that, if the next episode is all about the damn wall, I started cracking up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. We did say that. Yeah. I thought the episode was great, and there was one especially fantastic continuous shot of the battle going on in the castle that looked like something from a big-budget Hollywood movie. Mm-hmm. I love, that was the part yeah, I liked. It was good. I love that. I knew when Oliver, this is the same kid that Steer the Thin told that he was going to eat his mama and his papa, yep. told the men at Castle Black that he was the best archer in the hamlet, that he would be the one who would kill Egret. I especially love the scene when with Master Eamon and Samwell. Sorry, Sister J. And the scene when Samwell let Ghost out of his cage so he could eat up some wildly. Oh, yeah. And I like that, too. As you can tell, I'm a book reader, but not a spoiler for those of you who just watched the show. I'm excited for the final episode, even though I can't believe it's almost over. Have a great week, sisters. Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, for Kelly. That email. And see, Kelly. Okay. You read the books, but you wasn't spoilerish. You just told what you liked about it. There you go. So there you go. There you go. Thank you, Kelly. Lesson in point. So thank you, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we saying. Uh, anyway, okay. Yeah, I did love that scene where they they um mm-hmm. pan down. I I mean I admitted Sam had some good scenes, but I'm not a Sam fan. <laughs> no. Okay, our next email is from Dave. Hey, Dave. And the, and the subject line is, who gives a dusty fuck about the wall? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Sister Kay got all y'all saying that. Dusty fuck. Mm, mm, mm. Hey, sisters. <laughs> my name is David, and this is my first time providing feedback for the show. Ooh, welcome, Dave. Welcome, David. My lovely wife, Marla, left you a voicemail last week, and I felt compelled to join in on the fun. Oh, yay! Hey, Marla! Hey, Marla! Um, don't worry. I'll keep it brief, Sister J. Thank you. Okay, now some quick points. Mm -hmm. One, I love this episode. My wife did not. She (laughs) wanted to see what happened to Tyrion. 
There you go. I did too. While I did too, I ain't mad about a good battle episode. Yeah. Number two. Sam cursing was low-key the second funniest part of the show. <laughs> didn't even sound right saying it. I know it didn't. It didn't sound right coming from him. Mm. Number three. I feel so so bad for my boy Grin. He went out like a damn G and held the gate. Yep. Yep. Four. As for the funniest part of the episode, did you see the the head nod little Ollie gave John after he shot his friend? <laughs> yeah. Like he said, it was like he said, got that bit, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Number five, I need more of ghost chomping on folks. I know it. The dire worlds are underused on this show. I think so, too. Yeah. Okay, that's all for now. Can't wait to see how they do episode 10 and set up season 5. Now I'm off to go listen to my Prince Oberyn playlist, which has only one song, Pop Goes My Mind by Levert. <laughs> Later, sisters, Dave. Oh, thank you, Dave, thank for you, that Dave. email. Oh, that's funny. Oh, Lord, have mercy. That just brings back a visual we don't need. I know, and we don't want that. Oh, that's good. Thank you, Dave. Okay, our next email is from Liz. Hey, Liz. Hi, sisters and the family. I do not like to use up my valuable feedback time on an old on old stuff, but last week we had a little exchange where I said that Oberyn's death was the saddest since Ned. You disagreed because of the red wedding. I think enough time has gone by that I can admit that I was not a fan of Catelyn or Rob, and here's why. I am the youngest child of a large family, so maybe I'm biased. But it really irritated me how Catelyn acted like Rob was her only child. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, a little birth of laundry, huh? (laughs) Yes, she loved all her children in theory. But in practice, she had to chase after the one who was basically grown, trying to keep raising him and giving him advice, which he usually ignored, (laughs) and leaving her two littlest on their own. You know now what? That is a good now, point. Uh, okay, Liz, you got a good point, though. But seriously, I, I, I never thought about it that way. I know. Seriously, he took Theon's advice more than hers. She left Bran while he was still in coma. In a coma. As, well, she had to because she had. They figured out about the the yeah. knife and stuff. Yeah. As for Rickon, he is lucky Osha stepped in as a foster mom. <laughs> she rescued those boys from Winterfell. Catelyn wasn't around. She did. Then there's how cold and nasty she treated John. He was really a second-class citizen in her eyes. Yep. Unlike Sister Jay, I wasn't upset when she released Jamie. I felt like that was the only time she took action for the benefit of her children other than Rob. Also, side note, that there... That... Excuse me. Also, side note, that was the only thing she did that had a positive outcome. Even her deal with the phrase, while it seemed like a good idea at the time, ultimately ended the worst way possible. Her sister Lysa may have been crazy, but I think she was just telling the truth when she said Catelyn always went for the most obvious thing. That's why she was so easily led by Lysa and Peter into accusing Tyrion of a crime he didn't commit. That's true. Hmm. As for Rob, the unfortunate, excuse me, as for Rob, the fortunate child Stark, <laughs> his, his flaw was simple. Everything had always gone his way, so he had no concept that he could fail. He was the best at everything and the heir to the north. He was smart and strategic. He was a great warrior. He was honorable and charismatic. And he also thought he was the center of the universe. He refused to trade Jamie for his sisters because they were just girls, and it would piss off the other northerners. Then he turns around and marries Talissa, Oh, she's worth losing your biggest allies for, but your sisters ain't worth trading Jamie for. 
I will admit that it was sad that his wife and baby died, but she wasn't the, that interesting of a character to me. There's a Willie Nelson song that goes, Old age and treachery always come, overcomes youth and skill. Rob's death was shocking at the time, but looking back, is anyone really upset that Tyler Lannister and Walter Frey got the better of a hormonal teenage boy? I think it's too late to stop this getting long ass, but if you have to read me, it was worth it to get that off my chest. I had to say some things that couldn't be said too soon after the red wedding. Dornish Liz. Well, first of all, Liz, that was too damn long ass. <laughs> and especially for some shit that was way back in what, season That's two? That's what she said. She said at the beginning. <sighs> she had to do, it, was, it was medium. Well, you know what? It sounded like you was working out some personal shit to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm the baby of my family, too, but I didn't think that shit. <laughs> you know? You know, um, mm. that's very interesting, though, because you, you do have a point. She did. You do have a point, when, though. After she saw Ned and told him about the knife and all that shit and was heading back, she could have went straight back to Winterfell, but she didn't. She no. went to Rob first. Yeah. And stayed with Rob right. the whole, throughout the whole Meddling and his shit. Exactly. And I don't agree with you that the best thing she did was uh, to let Jamie go. I, I don't believe that at all. For her all. other children, yeah. she said. It yeah. was for her other children. Right, but I don't believe I don't believe that. That was that was interesting. Food for thought. Yeah, well, whatever. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Liz. <laughs> Damn, Sister <laughs> Jay. Just like you have opinions, other people have ah, opinions. Yeah, okay. We're not all gonna agree. But you don't gotta <laughs> Damn. Oh, she like getting red. See how see how I gotta deal with you <laughs> She like getting red. She know that. Okay, our next... She said, even if you got to read me. Yeah, um, well, that was long ass. Our next email, Sister <laughs> Jay, <laughs> is from Jackie. Hey, Jackie! And her, ti- her subject line is, Flaming Wooly Mammoth Ass. <laughs> hey, lovely sisters and the Sisters Speak family. OMG, Giants, Big Ass Wall Sith, yep. anchor thing that wiped out those wildlings like bugs on a windshield. <laughs> Wooly Mammoth with Flaming Assholes. <laughs> Speaking of assholes, the biggest twist of this episode turned out to be Sir Alistair Thorne. Yep. Not actually being a total asshole and showing a bit of humility with John. Yeah. Just a bit. Okay, it's Alistair Thorne. I kept thinking it was Thorne Alistair. No. Alistair Thorne. Nate and I might be total dicks, but we cheered when sweet little Ollie took out Egret (laughs) and gave Jon Snow that badass OG nod. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you're in there with Sister Jaden. Yes, Lord. She, she cheered too. I cheered. I guess Sam wasn't totally useless since he's the one who motivated Ollie to pick up a weapon and kill some tricks. Well, yeah, okay. Tricks. Tricks. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hell, I was more upset with poor Noble Grin's suicide mission to hold the gate. I know. I know. But, you know. When that giant shot that crazy huge arrow and catapulted that poor random bastard. Nate wiped the blood from his eardrums from my shock squawking and said, Did you hear that splash? <laughs> that was the sound of Sister J spilling her black lager and Sister <laughs> K spilling her sweet Moscato. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. That spear or mm-hmm. arrow was basically like a spear was mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. And I love how they made that guy fly because it just showed the enormity of how strong them suckers were. Yeah. As always, thanks again to you ladies and the rest of the family for another epic episode, and I can't freaking wait for the finale. 
Apparently some mind-blowingly insane shit might go down on this episode, so I'm gonna I'm going into social networking hibernation to avoid any spoilers. Me too, see. By the way, kudos to Brother Ray for that hilarious tale starring our wacky family last week. <laughs> Keep them coming. Love, Jackie. Thank P.S. You. Nate says, Hey, sisters. Hey, Nate. <laughs> Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. Jackie. That's great. <laughs> and yeah, I have kind of um, went on the uh, uh, internet bandwagon myself because I don't want no spoilers. Oh, I don't, I don't know. either. No, I, don't I don't want to know. So people have been for good for the most part. I mean, the people that that I've seen, they have. I just keep hearing or seeing people say, "Ooh, I can't wait, can't wait, can't wait for y'all to see." I've yeah, but I avoid those. I too. have some people that yeah on mine that really yeah, yeah they're they like telling the, shit. Oh, they they like, would be blocked. They like to post shit, so I just I, I just uh, scroll through them. I just don't read it. Okay, our next email is from Curtis. Hey, Curtis. Hey, Sister J and Sister K and all the Sister Speak family. This week's episode would have been much better if they would have played it in week four or earlier. I liked it, but it wasn't that week nine episode that we've been used to getting. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. The real enjoyment I got was just imagining Sister J cussing up a storm every time (laughs) Sam got on the screen. (laughs) Since I know what should be coming up, I can't comment, but I can drop a casting side note that's pretty interesting. Did y'all know that the <laughs> actors that played Cersei and Bronn were a couple, but now they can't stand each other and can't be on the set together? What? 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 They were dating? Lena Headley and that guy? Oh, well, I mean, he's, he's nice looking. I'm sure he looks better when he's not all scraggly. Well, with, yeah. You know, from the show. Well, see, that's why it's hard to date people from work. Because if you guys still work with them, <laughs> you know, because if something goes south and you get, oh, and it gets yeah, ugly, but, you but, still got to see each other Yeah, every but day. actors and actresses serially date each other. You know, that's just, that just comes with the, with the part of their job description. I guess. I mean, that is funny. She need to get over it then. Dang. I need to find, I need to find the article talking about that. We need to find that. Also, it seemed I've upset Robert from the Bay. Well, Robert, all I can say is if you really called that battle situation on just speculation, I apologize to you on calling you out on it. (laughs) As far as I'm concerned, you come off as a real cool dude. We don't need any beef, big beefs on this podcast. If I still stay in the Bay Area, we would probably be having some Sunday cookouts and watch parties. Well, let me close this up until next week. Curtis of the good old Cleveland. Thank you, Curtis. Thank you, Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no beefing. No beefing. But no that, beefing. that's pretty big of you to even say that. That though. is big of you. That's nice, uh, Curtis. Curtis. <laughs> and we're going to have to go find out about that. I know. About them two characters. Well, I know she had a bad divorce, like, after, like, right during the first season. Really? And apparently she lost a lot of money from it, because I guess she had to pay a lot of money out, so mm. she was basically broke. So then you saw her in a whole bunch of uh, other really? stuff, because she was trying to get work, but I do remember that, hearing about that. So she but, had to pay him, so he probably wasn't an actor then or something. I don't know what he was. Because, you know, like, Halle Berry got to pay child support, or or... Support to yeah, child her support. baby daddy. Yeah, child support. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a drop. That's a drop of the bucket, though. They, to her, it is. Well, yeah, sixteen thousand a month. Yeah. Well, I, shoot. I wish I had 
16000 a month. Thank you. Damn. Hello. These people. Mm, talk about excessive. Anyway. Okay. They're trying to keep up the lifestyle. Yep. That's it. But they added it up. It's like, what, 200 thousand by the time she's 18. Or a year. Excuse me. A year. A year. And then by the time she's 18, it's maybe like two, three million. But that's not nothing for Holly Berry. Well, uh, uh, well hey, she ain't been in nothing lately. But she got old money, though. Well, and she's about to have a series on TV. It's not that old. Yeah, oh, she, yeah. And you know what? That shit don't even look good. It look, I'm watching it. Oh, hell, Mom. I'm watching it. It looked good to me. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. All right. Thank you, Curtis. Thank you, Curtis. All right. Our next email is from Joy. Hey, Joy. Hello, sisters. For the first time ever, I feel dread going into this episode of Game of Thrones. Still feeling upset over last week's episode. I did watch it, though, and the whole time I was worried for Sam and for John. I was so surprised they were able to hold the castle. I know. Yeah. I know. But I was excited that they were able to, too. Me, too, because I kept thinking that, too. Okay, now, look, don't kill off John. I know. Not much to say except that I didn't feel bad that Ygritte was killed. <laughs> I knew it could never work for her and John anyway. She did deserve to die based on all the senseless killing she participated in. Yep. And I was glad it was the little boy that got to do it and avenge his parents. Yep. Yeah, that Me was too. good. Also, glad that John got that thin. Excuse me, that John got that thin, and of course that ghost helped. Yeah, I let out a big whoop when he came out. I know. Now wondering what we are going to see in next week's finale. Can't wait to hear yours and the fam's take. Thanks, Joy. Thank you, Joy. Thank you, Joy, for that email. And you know, by the previews anyway, we're going to see Jon Snow because he's talking to Mance. We're going to see Tyrion in his cell, and obviously somebody's coming in there because he's like he turns over like what. Uh, you know? Well, don't tell too much about it because a lot of people don't watch that part. Oh, they don't watch the previews? Mm-hmm. A lot mm. of people don't watch the previews because they don't want to be spoiled even about knowing what's coming up next week. Oh. So, well, we, at least we're going to get some of King's We're going to get something of everything because we saw a little bit of everybody in yeah. the preview. That's we all saw, we can say. We saw. What's that guy traveling well, with? with uh, anyway. We just, I just got done saying people don't like to listen oh, to that. Oh, please. Oh, I'm sure they watch the Anyway, we're moving on the to the next email. Thank you, Joy. <laughs> Our next email is from Eddie. <laughs> Brother Eddie. Hey, Eddie. <laughs> what a boring waste of time episode. Thank you. The visuals were great, but I could care less about Jon Snow now. Well. When they had old girl say, you know nothing, Jon Snow, I was too through. I started doing my laundry. <laughs> That's right. Love you, sisters. Brother Eddie. Thank you, Brother <laughs> Eddie. And you know what? I agree with you because as soon as they had her saying that, I thought, oh, shit. The bitch is dead. Uh, uh, let her be dead. We got to hear that one more time. Oh, Lord. I was stupid. You know nothing, John. Snow. It was so stupid. That dying scene was so poorly done. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Eddie. Brother Eddie. Thank you, Eddie. Our next email is from Andrea. Hey, Andrea. Hey, sisters and family. This episode was very boring to me. It felt like a standalone episode. It was nothing against the acting or directing or anything, but I think I've gotten used to episode 9's being game changers, and this just wasn't. I like that. That's probably why they did it, though. Yeah, but I did see something. uh, I did see an article or something that said that they were trying to change it up. 
and not do the same formula exactly. that they've always done. Exactly. And they, apparently, episode 10 is going to be the one that's the yeah. game changer. Exactly. So, I like that keeping it fresh. Funky fresh. Mm. Um, I like Jon Snow, and I like, and I even like Sam, even though he can be sort of a sort of soft at times. But we just don't see enough of the Night's Watch and the Wall to be invested in these characters. Exactly. See, I hope the finale is better. Until next time, Andrea. P.S. Count me in on the na- natural girls who get their hair molested by other people. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Not Ooh. so much. Hold on. Not so much when it's pulled back. But if I wear it down, look out. I've enclosed some pics of my wild and crazy or wild and crazy hair. Oh, your hair is not wild beautiful. and crazy. It's beautiful. It is nice. Wow. Andrea, I like that. Straight blowout. Yeah. Look at that blowout. That's mm. nice. I like it curly, though. I like the nappy. Your husband, Chris, <laughs> is cute, Andrea. He sure is. Damn. Okay. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, you looking good. Well, Andrea, I need to start emailing with you to figure out how to how you do your hair. Because your hair is very long and natural. And pretty. And looks very pretty. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you, Andrea. We need to create a sister hair care forum or something because... A sister K. A sister, yeah, yeah, something. Mm-hmm. Okay, our next email is from Tim. Hey, Tim, where you been? Hey, Tim, and his subject line is, not giving a dusty fuck about Jen O'Slint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dust, I want to hear you say dusty fuck, too. Oh, yeah, with that accent, that'd be with great. accent. Okay, hi there, the amazing sisters of the J and K variety. Okay, so it's been three weeks since I've written in. Yes, we know, it's been too long. Yeah, Tim. Been listening along, though, and it's been great to hear the listeners. Last week, I think, was one of my favorite podcasts. (laughs) Brother Ray's email was well played. Although I am slightly bothered by inadvertent spoilers, I am more disturbed by all the research the Sister Speak family has been doing on urethras. Thank you! Thank you! <laughs> Damn! That's way TMI! And I simply cannot believe Sister K's question of what the, what the fuck is fucking Mod Squad? I know it! Thank you, Tim! Sister K, I had your back on the whole it's okay not to know about cornfields in Georgia issue, <laughs> but I have to side with Sister J on this one. Mod Squad was seminal. Yes. As a kid, I once asked my mom if I could change my name to Clarence Williams the <laughs> Fourth. Oh, that's great! I punched the air when Sister J replied, "Oh, you young folks, get on my nerves! <laughs> Y'all don't know diddly shit." <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, <them>, Tim. <laughs> I don't know nothing about no mod oh, squad. Who's it on? It's a classic. Well, ooh, Lord, have I don't mercy. know. Sorry, y'all. Look it up. I don't know. I, thank you. Never. Yeah, for, for you young people, Google it. No, thank you. I don't think I want to see it. <laughs> well, after the previous week, this episode sort of paled in comparison. Yep. If only Grit had checked her inbox before storming Casa Black, she would have noticed the email from Dorn saying, if you have the opportunity to kill someone, you never pause for even a second. <laughs> if you take your sweet time killing someone, some motherfucker is going to fuck up all your plans. Ain't that the truth. I don't know what the hell Grit was doing waiting with her bow notched. 
trying to give John time to write a best-selling coffee table or something. <laughs> and thank God for and thank God for Gabriel last week pointing out that not all of the scenes from the television show appeared in the book. I now have my fingers crossed for next week that the last scene of the season involves Pamela Ewing waking up, walking into her bathroom shower, and discovering Prince Oberyn in there. <laughs> Isn't that like who shot J.I.? Yeah, yeah. That's the only way this whole crazy world will make any kind of sense to me. Oh, that's good. Looking forward to next Dim Thrones episode, sisters, but not as much as the next podcast. Best wishes, Tim. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tim. For that good email. And yeah, read these young folks on the Mod Squad. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that's what funny. Whatever, y'all. That's funny. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Thank you, Tim. Okay, our next email is from Monica. Hey, Monica. Uh, um, she says, um, okay, I guess that was supposed to be a big deal or whatever, but did the whole episode have to be the battle at the wall? Thank you. I don't really feel like anything of substance happened. Yay, Gilly made it back to Sam. Yay, Sam wasn't completely useless and he didn't die yet. <laughs> um, yay John stepped up and showed his leadership skills and basically helped them hold the castle down for the night yay Egret died uh, I mean uh, oh no Egret died <laughs> and she squeezed out one final you know nothing John Snow oh yes you know nothing John Snow mm. and now John is marching off to try to save the day which may or may not get him killed is it weird that I don't really care damn it what is going on in King's Landing thank you at least no awesome characters got their heads squished this week. Monica. <laughs> P.S. My Aria is no longer, excuse me, my Aria is no stranger to cuss words. We take the approach of exposing her to them and just explain that they're grown-up words that oh. she shouldn't be using just yet. <laughs> However, after letting you hear, excuse me, after letting her hear you guys read my email last time because I'd mentioned her, I was kind of glad I stopped it right before you brought out another dusty fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, thank you. I do hope you've managed to find plenty of opportunities to use that in your daily lives. <laughs> oh, I have, Monica. Oh, I'm sure Sis K has. I have. I don't talk that way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I don't. Oh, please. Not in my daily life. No, no, no. I do on a daily basis. I Thank goodness not. for the mute button. I do not. On conference calls is all I got to say. Or I would not have a job. That's why I'm talking about the mute button. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you, Monica. Thank you, Monica. And hi, Aria. Hi, Aria. How are you? Okay, now turn it off because we're probably going to be cussing some of us. <laughs> Okay, our next email is from Carmen. Hey, Carmen. Sister K and Sister J, I just want to comment on what happened to Oberyn. Boop. <laughs> that's all I hope. Uh, she says, that's all I hope wasn't too long, too long ass. Also, on my previous comment about your husband, I was going on the assumption that Sirio and Jacken were one and the same because you know how we would like all those good-looking bravosi men. Well... I don't think they're the same. No, they're not. One more. Uh, remember when she said that they were uh, mm -hmm. that email? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, one more thing for Sister J. I just got a wine called Middle Sister. It is kind of a blush wine, and I prefer red. But I am a middle sister, so I thought I would try it. Thanks. I look forward to your long ass podcast every week, Carmen from the State of Misery. 
Missouri. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you Carmen. Carmen. And I've never heard of middle sister. I'll yeah. have to look for it. It's, it's a blush wine. Yeah. Which means it, or it, kind of a blush. Wine. It's kind of like a, a deep pink. That's what a blush is. Uh, mm. um, but I'll have to I'll have to look for that middle sister. Middle okay. sister. I have to look for that and see. Thank you, Carmen. Thank you, Carmen. Okay, our next email is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, sisters. Very solid episode, but seriously, not up to par with previous episode nines, such as Ned losing his head. Uh, okay, spoilers for those that haven't watched it. Ned losing his head in season one, the Bible Blackwater Bay in season two, or the devastation of the Red Wayne in season three. Excellent battle scenes, though, and that Sith trick was awesome. But no, awesome. It was. But no big dramatic thing that affected me like Oberyn's death. Can't wait for the finale, though. And then she's also got a voicemail, so let me play that now. Okay. Hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. I'm much better now. Um, first of all, thank you, Brother Ray, for pulling me off the body. I was on the ledge there with that, wasn't I? Okay, on to Castle Black. Kind of anticlimactic after the epicness of the viper in the mountain and all that. But it was some good fight scenes. Even um, that acting Lord Commander dude, he, he was pretty badass. He's an asshole, but he was badass. But Slint is a little... Ooh, he's a punk. He need to go. He need to go. Um, you grit's dead. Can't say I'm sorry to see her go, because she killed up all them innocent people. But I'm glad that little boy got her, because he killed, she killed his family. And what is John doing? I don't know what John is doing, but he's going to get his little pretty self killed. And I know... I want to know Sister, Sister J. What you think about Sam? He manned up a bit. You still hating on him, though? Okay, that's it for now. Epic battle, but not as good as previous episode nines. Can't wait for the finale. Bye. Thank you, Shalita, for that voicemail. Thank you, Shalita. And, and your email. And yeah, I'm still not a fan of Sam. I'm not hating on him as much, but he's still useless. Oh, see, I like. I don't think he's useless. He's just I different. Think he's, useless. he's just different. He's just. I mean, yeah, he knows a lot of information and stuff, but he don't do nothing. And the only reason he even killed that thin is because that thin was getting ready to kill him. Well, yeah, there are people like that, you know. Now everybody's gonna <laughs> drop a fucking roof on people. <laughs> Damn. Okay, Shalita also had a P.S. and uh, she says, "Well, damn." In True Blood news, apparently Alexander Skarsgård wasn't signed for Season 7 when they filmed Episode 9 last year. They talk about it on the Blu-ray commentary. Thankfully, he signed because you know we need our Eric fix. Oh, they better have and Eric. And he will be on the, on the look back at the season special airing right before the Game of Thrones finale. That's all. Working real hard to not go back to L.A. territory. Long-ass territory. Thank you. Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. And yeah, on True Blood, they better had signed oh, Eric. Oh, you know. Hell, people would be up in arms. Up in arms. So they better, yeah. But I'm glad they have some fucking sense. They're marketing people, whoever makes the trailers. Yes. Because in no trailer have you seen him. No. Which is great, because you want to drum up speculation about yeah. is he dead or is he alive. Exactly. You know? So. We will be back for True Blood. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I'm ready for True Blood. Mm. He said every year, and then halfway they were like, "What no. is this bullshit?" No, because uh, uh, Nelson's still in there, uh, Tara's still in there. Yeah, I'm ready for True Blood. Okay, thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Tammy, and it's a voicemail. Let me play that now. Okay. Hey, sisters, it's Tammy. Um, here's my thoughts on watches on the wall. 
Um, yeah, Jon Snow with frickin' Ygritte and then her dying scene. It was a waste of time. First of all, uh, you called it Sister J. Yes, they spent the entire episode with them fighting on the wall. The entire episode. And um, my husband and I were like, really? They're going to do the entire episode with this stupid Lord of the Rings reenactment? It looked like Lord of the Rings, the two towers, especially when they brought in the big giant woolly mammoths to come fight. It was kind of like that fighting scene in the two towers where they had the big giant elephants. And it, it was just, yeah. Uh, yeah, and useless Sam. I feel like I could hear Sister J all the way over here yelling, Sam is useless! Kill him already! Um, but he managed to kill, what, like, one person? I don't know who he killed. Uh, I was rolling my eyes the whole time. Yeah, but just the whole time where Jon Snow is cradling Ygritte and uh, other people are fighting around him, I'm like, put her corpse down and go and help your brothers. Like, what the heck was that all about? It was dumb. I think the only thing that I really um, cared about with this whole um, this whole episode was that I felt really uh, sad when Grin, his body was found and he was you know protecting the the gate to keep the giant out and he dies. That was so sad. And Pip, Pip, Pip dying. That was really sad. Killed by freaking Yagret. I'm glad her ass is. She was just useless. I mean, really, like. How much love can John feel for a woman who shot him up multiple times with an arrow, turned him into a pincushion, and then is, like, threatening to shoot him again? And then, you know, I'm glad her ass got shot because, you know, I think that kid that, that shot her, uh, he was the kid from the village that the Wildings were raiding. And you know what? She had it coming. That's all I can say. And um, also, I really did like the wine, the Menage a Trois wine, and I will buy it again, but... I don't know why it knocked me out the way it did. I think I was just really tired that day. Usually I have a really high tolerance for alcohol, but I just, I don't know. I think I was just tired that day and I just couldn't hang. So one glass, you know, and I was down for the count. All right. And um, I guess that's that's all I'm going to say about this episode. I really hope that the, the next episode is better than this one. It was, yeah, useless as far as I'm concerned. So that's all I'm going to say, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye, sisters. Well, thank you, Tammy, for that voicemail. Thank you, Tammy. Hi, Andres. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, though, Tammy? I agree with you. Well, first of all, I'm glad to know that you actually like the Menage a Trois wine. So that was good to know. Yeah, maybe you were just tired of something, because one, one glass of wine should not be knocking you out. But anyway, but I'm glad somebody else uh, was not impressed with Sam's little performance. Yeah, he, he got to kill one thin, you know, but otherwise, mm. and to me... Not everyone's a fire! Uh, but to me, the whole episode, it didn't take the whole episode to tell that battle of the wall. It could have been half hour. You know, they could have condensed that shit, so... They could have, but I mean, it was—I mean, it was a good episode once you got past the fact that the whole thing was going to be the walk. Yeah, I was really pissed. Kind of like the, you know, when the whole Blackwater happened, and I was like, the Blackwater's the whole episode. The whole I was episode, like, oh. yeah. But it turned out to be but, a really good episode. But so. I agree with you that that whole dying scene with the Gret was too fucking long. It was way too long. <sighs> you know, shoot the a bitch and then she died. Kill Jay. over and die. That's it. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you, Tammy. <laughs> okay, our 
next email is from Katie Blue Eyes. Hey, Katie. Hey there, sisters and the Sisters Speak family. Overall, I didn't really enjoy this episode. Sam and John are not my favorite characters, and I don't feel invested or interested in any of the other crows. Mm -hmm. When the Night's Watchmen were getting killed, I wasn't upset because I didn't know them very well. That's true. See. Or maybe I'm still numb from my Dornish prince's death last week. <laughs> that's probably it, too. Yeah, that's it, too. Prince Oberyn. <clears throat> there were so many things that annoyed me in this episode. When did somebody need to instruct the archers when to draw and shoot every time? There were 100,000 wildlings storming the wall. Just unload your dang arrows into the crowd. <laughs> that's a good point. But Was there an engineer with a calculator on the wall to tell the men the precise moment to unleash the cyst so it would actually hit some climbers? And talking about the climbers, what was their plan? Spend hours climbing the wall and then fight with all their leftover energy? <laughs> <laughs> now, now that's, that's a good point. That's a good point that's right there. That's a good point right there. Because, you know, when Sam and them, or not Sam, when John climbed the wall, they was knocked out for a minute. They had yeah. to lay up at the top just breathing mm -hmm. for that's a minute. That's a good point. That's a good point. But see... The Wildings had never climbed the wall, so they don't know. They didn't know. They got pretty far. Mm -hmm. There were a couple of cool things, though. The giant blasting that crow off the wall and all the way over to the other side with his giant arrow was great. Yeah. The fight between the leader cannibal guy and John was done well, too. Yep. And damn, those men who were hung out over the wall on ropes to, sh to shoot downward. Scary stuff. I yeah, know. I couldn't have done that. As always, ladies, thank you so much for the time you put into your podcast. Talk to y'all after the finale. Katie Blue Eyes. Thank you, Katie, for thank that you, Katie. email. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the technical aspects of like the fighting and <clears throat> where the men were positioned and stuff. She was and not the, impressed. And, and everything. Yeah, but, but that was okay. That was, that was good, but... I was well, just after, irritated that the whole episode was. I think the point that the main thing that's getting people so irritated is the fact that we left on such a pivotal scene. Pivotal. Moment. At King's in, Landing. In episode eight. And then we get this. Yeah. Which delays us a whole nother fucking week. Yeah. Which we know the finales are always crammed full of shit and we don't have time. Mm -hmm. The time. We need two hours. Well, somebody, somebody's told me though, or, or I read it or something. But no, somebody told me that the, um, they read it in like on TVGuide.com or something that it was going to be 15 minutes longer than the other episodes. 15. 15. Oh. Hell, it needs to be two hours long. That's what I'm finale. saying. Two hours. But, so it's going to be 15. And you know what? That's probably half that time they use for the fucking commercials at the beginning. It's probably all the time they've shorted us throughout the whole fucking Exactly. Season. That's probably what it is. Yeah, no. But anyway. Anyway. And I don't know that that's a fact. That's just what, you know, somebody this person said. said they read. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Katie Blue Eyes. Thank you, Daddy. Okay, our next email is from Myron. Hey, Myron. Hello, sisters. I hope you are well. Yep. I'm back from the land of melancholia. <laughs> Good-natured Myron is back this week. <laughs> okay, since y'all got time limits on a brother, and I have so much to say, let's get started. Okay. <laughs> Number one. Sister K, do you think the Night's Watch might need to go outside and burn up that giant, that dead giant before he is touched on the cheek by a White Walker? Ooh, yeah. That's a good point. Number two. Sister J, how did Gilly notice that she referred to them as free folk instead of wildlings creep past those thins and other wild bunch killers? Because, Since, oh. Mm, go ahead. Well, because as you pointed out, that's when they was all preoccupied with, with Egret jumping yeah. back. 
Since the Finns eat people, shouldn't their scouts have been able to smell her and the baby? But they was uh, they was all focused on Egret because yeah. she had stepped up to the to that thin leader. Stir, stir, yeah, stir, stir, whatever. Number three, Sissa K, do you think there is a moon door in that room that punk ass Jano Slant occupied with Gilly? I want to see his ass fly. I <laughs> know. Oh, and how many duplicates of that key used to get into that highway room are floating against are floating amongst the night's watch? Yeah. I know. Because Who he, all had that damn key. Because he had a key. Now you could see that that John or Sam had a key because they were John like John didn't have a key to that. Sam had a key to it. Sam had a key. But, but he's a steward or right. cookers or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Slanton had a key. Number four. Sister J. Grant and them held that damn gate against that giant, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Well, you bet that giant was pissed off because his daddy giant was shot in the back. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been his daddy. Did John spit in Sarah's face like that guy spit in John's face at Craster's Keep? Mm-hmm. John is learning. Mm. Number five. Sister Jay, if Oberyn's teeth flew out of his mouth when he was punched by Gregor, shouldn't John have lost a few teeth when his head met that anvil? I know what it. I'm saying. No, really. Because he smacked his head up on it. I mean, face first. Yep. Mm. <coughs> number five, Number six. Uh, Sister K, do you think the hound has giant's blood in him? Because he and the giants and the mammoth show do look like... Uh, oh, no, wait. Because he and the giants and the mammoth show don't like fire, do they? <laughs> Amongst other episode nine installments of the seasons, number one, Baylor, when poor old Ned lost his head, number two, Blackwater, the epic battle at King's Landing, and three, the reigns of Castamere, the Red Wedding, this kind of fell flat for me. The scene with Sam and Maestro Eamon was eventful for book readers. <clears throat> More entertaining interaction of the episode for me, Sam to Pip. I wasn't Samwell Charlie anymore. I was nothing at all. And when you're nothing at all, there's no more reason to be afraid. Pip, but you're afraid now. Sam, yes, well, but I'm not nothing anymore. Sam has Gilly now. Sam to Pip as Pip shoots the crossbow. Did you get one? Pip to Sam, no. Sam, I think we're all going to die. <laughs> mm. Sam, if you keep missing, we will. Funny, I chose that interaction because for me it links to Sam to instructing instructing Ollie, the very afraid boy who operated the elevator, to find a weapon and fight the wildlings. As he looks down to the bow, he then used to kill Egret, who just so happened to kill Ollie's dad. One more episode to go, sisters. Until the season finale, Myron. P.S. What are we going to review now? Don't know if I can hang with True Blood. I am watching Breaking Bad, House of Lies, and Penny Dreadful. Oh, hell Let me know. Thank you, Myron. Thank you, Myron, for that. For that email. Borderline long ass That was email. borderline long ass. You know? But no, I don't watch none of that shit you mentioned. <laughs> so, I'm looking forward to True Blood. I've heard Penny Dreadful is good. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, though. It don't sound interesting to me. So, we're going to do True Blood, and then after that, we don't know. The Walking Dead, of course. But well, yeah, The Walking Dead. In between Dead. that, we don't know. So, yeah. stay tuned, because we don't know either. We don't know either. Might not do nothing. Thank <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, because... Yeah, we got jobs. <laughs> Thank you, Myron. <laughs> Thank you, Myron. Okay, our next email is from Lady Pounce. Hey, Lady Pounce. Evening, sisters. This episode was pretty much unremarkable to me. Yep. The preview before the show basically told us the little boy was going to be the one to kill Egret. And I kind of like that he that the writers gave Sam a little testicular fortitude <laughs> as he urged his friends to fight. <laughs> Other than that, I got nothing, so I'll pose a question. I recently read that people are naming their kids after Game of Thrones characters. Lord, have What do you all think about that? 
Me? I think it's stupid because a character may be a hero in one season, then become a child molester in the next. Ain't that the truth? <coughs> P.S. Attached is my little breastfed Khaleesi who likes to make her toys and food fly. I gotta stop listening to y'all with her in my car or else she'll soon be repeating shit you say that cracks me up. <laughs> Aww. Aww. She is cute. Look at that cute little Aww, baby. Look at her little eyes. Damn, that baby got some hair. She does have some hair. Dang, she got lots of hair. Look at her little eyes. Aww. That's so cute. Thank you, Lady Pounds. Thank you, Lady Pounds. What a beautiful little girl. Oh, she's cute. Oh, she is so cute. I think it's okay if people... She got a little crown. She a princess. Princess. I think it's okay for people to name their kids after Game of Thrones characters. I mean... I would name a kid... Any name in history is going to have someone with a bad... Exactly. Who's who's done something bad with the same name. But the only name (laughs) of a female, anyway, that I can think of that, that... is intriguing to me is Cersei, because I've never I've never heard that. I know. I mean, they, there's Brienne's, there's and Sansa. I mean, that's her name, but I nah, I would never think of. I that. like Arya. I don't like no name in it with no A. Huh? <laughs> Why? Because that's what all black people name their kids. I don't. Mm-mm. What? Ending? I don't like oh, that ending with an A. With an A. Oh. We talked about that before. Sister Jay, you're ignorant. Hey, that's a stereotype <laughs> oh, for black people. I don't like it. But anyway, but that's just me. Well, Lady Pound, she is adorable. She's very cute. And I see a little bit of road tea, so... Uh, uh, yeah, you better quit breastfeeding luck. that baby. No, I just say good <laughs> luck. I hope your boobs are tough, honey. Because <laughs> she looks like she can chomp. She's going to be biting in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> she sure is cute, though. Okay, our next email is from Crystal. Hey, Crystal. Hey, sisters and family. When I realized this episode was all about the wall, the first thing I thought was, ooh, Sister J is going to be pissed. (laughs) I was, too. It was clear we were not going to see the aftermath at King's Landing, Mm -hmm. but I got into the battle at Castle Rock, excuse me, at Castle Black once the fight was on. Sir Alistair Thorne ate a little bit of crow, no pun intended, but only... (laughs) That's pretty good. But only a little. Great visuals. I wowed at the giants and mammoths like a little kid. Mm-hmm. And even Ghost got a piece of the action. Yep. But Jon Snow is better than me. When Ygritte got hit by that arrow, I would have been like, uh-huh, see girl, hurts, don't it? And you, hit, <laughs> and you hit me with like ten of those. Yeah. With all that is on the line, I think the finale is going to be a doozy. Better find some sweet red rue. Until <laughs> next time, sisters and the fam, Crystal from the Rock. P.S. The red-haired wildling with the wild look is Tormund Giantsbane. Yeah. He was resting crazy face, um, and he cracks me up with that look. You want him on your side when Ish goes down. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Crystal, <laughs> Thank from the you, Rock. Thank you, Crystal. Yeah, I, I do like the Tormund, like Tormund character. And just for those of y'all that don't may not know, and that is I already posted a little picture of what I'm going to be drinking for the finale. <sighs> And that's some mother sweet tea. With vodka. With vodka. Yeah. So that's my drink. So all y'all gonna be lit. So I'm, so I'm not you doing go on that. our Facebook page and see the picture. Chris. I'm not doing all that. Oh yeah, I, I'm gonna have to be medicated. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you, Crystal. Okay, our next um, feedback is from Paxson. Hey Paxson. I know Sister Jay is not a fan of Sam, but he did pretty good this episode. Mm-hmm. 
One, he tells Pip to open the fucking gate. Two, he didn't go hide in the storeroom with Gilly like Jano Slint. That's true. Three, he loaded Pip's crossbow for him, since even bad shot Pip would be a better shot than Sam. And four, he, he motivated and encouraged Pip and the small kid, Ollie, who saved John from Egret. Yep. He knows his abilities, and instead of just being a pincushion for wobbling arrows, he helped out and did what he could. Okay, so that's not a great defense and probably didn't sway Sister J at all. Nope. Good thing I'm not a defense attorney. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sister J has commented a number of times about the flow of the episodes, and she credits the editors. The two episodes that she com- commented on this was episode four, Oathkeeper, and episode five, First of His Name. I'm not sure who, sure who really affects the flow, but both of those episodes were directed by a woman, Michelle McLaren. She also directed two episodes in season three. Otherwise, as usual, the directors are men. Well, well, that's good then. I Go, think Michelle. I mentioned not the director, the editor. That's what he said, but but because the editor puts it together. Yeah, but they still have to shoot it and direct the people. That's so. true. Um, some folks felt let down by what is usually a penultimate episode nine. So instead, I'd like to think about what stories are likely to be wrapped up in the final episode. By the way, I've not seen any previews. I'm hoping we'll see a bit more of the Hound and Arya. You know he's going to die next season from that bite on his neck. Hopefully not before he gets Arya to Bravos. It would be nice to check in one more time with Bran this season. He's probably still wandering around in the snow. (laughs) (laughs) Still, I'd like to know if his direwolf survived Craster's Keep. Finally, surely they've got to move the Tyrion story along. Perhaps Viserys or Varys, really, is helping him escape with his head still on his shoulders. Who do you think we'll see in the final episode? One last thing before I go. Two weddings so far have both involved killing. Perhaps next season we'll see Cersei's wedding. Wonder who will die at that one. Take care, sisters, and the Sister Speak family. Paxson from Pittsburgh. Thank you, Paxson. Thank you, Paxson. And, yeah, I think we're going to see all those people. Okay, you know what, though? And we've been doing the Game of Thrones podcast now for four seasons. It never occurred to me to go map out the episode nine of each season and be disappointed. I mean, that just never occurred to me. You don't have to. Well, you have to map out. Most people already know in their memory banks. Well, episode nine of every season has been epic. We all know that. You don't even have to go map it out. There's articles written about it. I was say I don't read that shit. But anyway, but I wasn't disappointed from the standpoint of the episode nine compared to other seasons. I was disappointed because we didn't get King's Landing. Right. And mm-hmm. they just kind of left that hanging there. Yep. You know, which I think is a stupid move myself. But well, anyway. I mean, it's not stupid because we're it's all now stupid. anticipating the last episode. Hey, even and, more. and you know what it did for me? I'm anticipating for it to be over. Well, that's yeah. you. Most of us real true fans. I'm a real true fan. Uh-huh. No, you're fair weather. No, I'm I'm a real true fan, but you know what? Hey, don't be pissing me off. Fairweather. I didn't already told them that you know what, I got a short attention span. Get to that shit. Well, they don't get to it and mm. probably not enough of it. <coughs> Thank you, Paxson. Thank you, Paxson. Okay, our next email is from uh Carmen. Hey Carmen. <coughs> I thought you read one from Carmen. I did, but she's got another one. Apparently. Oh, okay. I guess I missed it. 
Hey, sisters, I just got done listening to the TMI podcast from episode eight. Yeah. TMI, I had to change my diapers. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, I just wanted to comment about the way John O'Slint cowered behind little Sammy during the battle at the wall. Sir Thorne was badass, though. Yeah, he On was. the podcast, you were talking about how you hope Tyrion gets saved. I hope he does, too. But in the words of Ramsay Bolton, nay, Snow... If you think this has a happy ending, then you haven't been paying attention. <laughs> yeah. Margolis, Carmen from the state of misery. <laughs> you know Thank what, you Carmen? Carmen? You know, know what, Carmen? That is a good point. I, you know what, though? I hope they don't kill him off, though. I mean, uh-uh. I hope they don't, though, because I really like him. But then I really liked Oberyn, too. So. Yeah, but we haven't been in love with Oberyn since season one. Like, we have Tyrion... Well, you've been in love with Terry, I not love that me. Character. Love it. I mean, I like the character, but he's not my favorite character. So, well, thank you again, <clears throat> Carmen. Okay, our next email is from Josh. Hey, Josh. Hey, sisters. Josh here. It's been a few episodes since I've written in with the end of the school year and all that, but now it's done. Woo! Okay. Yay, summertime. <laughs> so this episode, I didn't really like it all that much the first time I watched it. But the second time, I always watched them at least twice. I did like it a bit more. Yeah. The giants and mammoths were awesome. And I hope that Sam calls out Janos, the one from King's Landing. That's his name, right? Yeah. On being a coward and hiding out in the cellar the whole fight. <clears throat> Speaking of Sam, when Gilly made him promise not to die and he said he wouldn't, I was having traumatic flashbacks to Oberyn and thought, here come the end of Sam now. <laughs> but then, I know. But then I remembered that no one actually likes Sam, so he'll make it. And he did. <laughs> oh, Josh! <laughs> this will be a short email, as there isn't much to say other than, I cannot wait for next week. I know. I heard the final episode <laughs> is 66 minutes long, yeah. so you know it has to be epic. Yeah. Until then, from the land of always summer, Southern California, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Thank and, you, Josh. And yeah, see, so you must have heard like I did that it's going to be like an extra, you know, 15 minutes or so <clears throat> to the episode, you know, to cover everything. But, I, uh, Josh, I'm like you, though. I always watched the episode more than one time. Mm-hmm. And the first time, of course, everybody know I was sitting there pissed the whole <laughs> 50 minutes because I was, I was downright angry. You know, but the second time I watched it, though, I did have an appreciation for the way they staged the fight scenes, uh, how we first saw the wildings from the vantage point of of high on the wall, and, of course, the giants and the mammoths and stuff, so, yeah. And, of course, my favorite part, Egret's dead. So, hi. Thank you. Okay, our next email is from Monica. Hey, Monica. Oh, excuse me. Not Monica. Monique. Oh, Lord. Sorry, Monique. You're getting tired. Well, I, I saw, but I said, Monica, I knew Okay, it. hey, Monique. Hi, sisters. It's much easier to control the long asness when sending a voicemail because you know exactly how long it is. So, I already know in advance I'm safe from being read. <laughs> Here's my voicemail. Take care. Monique from Pennsylvania via Brooklyn. Okay, let's play her voicemail now. Okay. Hey, sisters and the Sisters Speak family. This is Monique. I hope everyone is doing well. I'm just going to say that Stephanie says, Now, Mom, we really know. We know that you're 
younger than Sister J, but older than Sister K, because I knew who the Mod Squad was. And that's because, as a child, my parents used to watch that show. And that's how I knew who Clarence Williams III is. And I also know that Peggy Lipton, the ex Mrs. Quincy Jones, used to also be on the show. Um, okay, so now off to the show. The show was really good. I really didn't think I was going to enjoy all that fighting and the battle and the wall and all of that stuff. But it was so exciting. We were hooping and hollering when the little boy shot the arrow and, and hit Egret. I mean, wow, that was really good. And um, I just wish that John would have taken Ghost with him when he decided to leave his sword behind. At least he would have had Ghost, you know, as extra protection. You know, and wasn't it nice that he didn't mess his pretty hair and all of that fighting? But anyway, it was really good. Um, also, too, just wanted to let you know that we've also adopted some sisterisms. We love saying, come on with it. And we love calling people belligerent. So, that's it. That's my feedback. And thank you guys for doing such a good job and keeping us laughing. We love you guys. And we love listening to everyone's feedback. So funny. Okay, thanks, sisters. Bye. Oh, Monique, that was a great voicemail. Oh, thank you so much for knowing what the and who the Mod Squad is. And you even broke it down to Peggy Lipton's part. Hey, that's really good. She was doing people I never heard of. Oh, please. Thank you so much, Monique. Thank you, Monique. (laughs) You know, I don't know what the heck y'all are talking about. And, and. I think it's hilarious that you have uh, adopted some sisterisms. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. Thank you for that f- funny uh, The main voicemail. one is Sister J is ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, honey. Oh, that's funny. Okay, our next email is from Melody. Hey, Melody. Hi, sisters. After watching this episode, my first thought was that Sister K is going to give Sister J a super-sized helping of I told you so. <laughs> because Sam is not useless after all. Oh, he is. He ain't, is. He is. Sister J, there is room for you on the Sam bandwagon. <laughs> I think both Sam and Sansa have grown the most this season. I love it. Seeing Ghost attack was thrilling, too. Yep. Question. Which of the Stark direwolves are still alive? Summer's alive and ghost. Summer, ghost, and Nymeria is somewhere. Yeah, Nymeria is somewhere. We don't know from we season where, one where Nymeria is. Yeah, so that's only three, three out of the three. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no. Uh, Rickens is also alive. Is it? Rickon, what's his, his name? I don't know. Shaggy Dog. Shaggy, Shaggy Dog. Oh, Shaggy so Dog alive? Yeah, he's out there with Rickon somewhere. Yeah, that's true. Wherever, now, that's who we haven't seen. Yeah, we Rickon haven't seen Osha. And, Osha. and yeah. you know, we're probably not going to see him until next year. And that little boy going to be about 13. He's going to be big. They're going to have to get a new Rickon. A new Rickon. <laughs> she says, uh, thanks for the great podcast, Melody in Los Angeles. P.S. My friend Chucky listens to you from LaGrange, Georgia. He has never written in, but is a fan. Can you wish him a happy birthday? His birthday is this week. Happy Happy birthday, birthday, Chucky! Hey, Chucky! (laughs) (laughs) We're glad you listened! Yeah, happy birthday! Oh, that's exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, that was, thank you for that email. Thank you, Melody. That was really good. And yeah, the, the, 
the dire wolf uh, uh, watching ghosts get loose and help yes, the lamb. That I was love, awesome. I love seeing the dire wolves. I do too. And yeah, they don't use them near enough. They don't. Mm-hmm. But I get it because it's you know she's yeah stuff well whatever more expensive. It's like the dragons. We ain't seen them. Yeah, we yet. have not seen the dragons in a while. No. But I think we they need to see. kill off a lot more people to be able to afford the CGI, probably because they have a shitload of people. <laughs> they do in this show every time. Okay. Okay. Our next email is from Emily. Hey, Emily. Um, hi, sisters. Oh, this is Emily from Oregon. Okay. Um, hi, sisters. I've been a long, long time fan and listener of your Game of Thrones podcast. But this is the first time I am writing in. Wow. I don't know if I can match the wit of your regulars, but I will try. <laughs> I will keep it short as well. I love this episode. Sorry, sisters. I do give a dusty fuck about Jon Snow and the wall. <laughs> I thought the visuals were amazing. They were. Yeah, they were good. The long tracking shot through the courtyard of Castle Black while they were fighting was very impressive. I also love seeing Castle Black from the perspective of the wildlings and from the wall itself. Yeah, that was good. I thought the battle was awesome. Giants ride mammoths. Jano's slant is the worst. Sorry, I'll calm down. I think it was important to show there is a real threat from the north, no matter how much King's Landing wants to ignore it. Yeah. After the episode aired, all I can think of was Sister J's head exploding from the amount of Sam scenes. <laughs> Sorry, Sister J. I am Team Sam in this episode. Don't be like the people of King's Landing, dismissing anything from the north, as Cersei says, tales of grumpkins and snarks. The best part about Game of Thrones is there are characters and plots for everyone. Yep. After reading an article in Entertainment Weekly, I think they are doing things a bit differently this time due to the cliffhanger ending. Instead of a traditional episode 9 where something major happens, I am hoping 9 and 10 can be viewed together as one megasode of crazy shit going down. Hey, a girl can dream. I can't wait for the finale. It will be an extended episode, I think 66 minutes, so it should be great. Alright, uh, right, rest in peace, Pip and Grin, Emily from Oregon. Thank you, Emily, Thank you, from Emily. That, uh, uh, for that email. And yeah, okay, we get it. All you Sam lovers, yeah. Sam was awesome. He, he had a few good scenes, and that's about it. Hell, it's season four. He yeah. only has a few scenes, period. Mm, so, yeah, well. I like his scenes. I'm, I'm not invested in Sam, so. And no, my head didn't explode, but I was pissed. Sam, 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 mm. Sam, Sam, Sam. <laughs> Thank you, Emily. <laughs> okay, our next email is from Willie. Hey, Willie. Oh, Gloria's sisters from that damn dizzle. Drizzle. Dizzle. Dallas. Okay. I'm going to just say, this was my least favorite episode. Now, having said that, it was still the most amazing piece of television. There's one shot during the battle where the camera doesn't cut once. That's probably the hardest thing to do when you have over 30 different fights going on yeah. in one scene. Yeah. That's what I like. Yeah. But everybody liked that panoramic view, though. Yeah. That was well done. Nobody can miss a step or it's useless. Yep. Love them giants. And mm-hmm. I burst out laughing when I saw the woolly mammoths because I immediately yeah. thought of Sister J. <laughs> So he's a long time listener, uh-huh. so he, he, he knows. I also it. thought about how mad she was probably going to be about this single location episode. Yep. At least the wall was done. And why did it end like an episode of Highway to Heaven? With, <laughs> <laughs> with yeah. John Snow walking into the light. Yeah, that is so true. Okay, now, Willie, that go back. 
Oh, but that, that hey, goes hey, back. But Della Reese played that part, and it was always she walking in the light. All right, then, ladies, one more to go, and then we head back to Bon Ton. Yes? Yeah. Forever in your service, Barlar Margolis. P.S. What happened to the black ass shadow baby? I wonder if Melisandre had it in the, in the bottle she told Stannis' wife not to touch. It might have just died after it killed Renly, but that seems like such a waste. Willie. Huh. Thank you, Willie, for that email. I just thought you it dissipated what? that it was over with. Yeah, I just took it like he... Uh, it was a one-time... Yeah, a one-time deal he dissipated. But you know what? That's a thought because that one bottle she did say, oh, don't touch that one. She did say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... You know, that's a good thought. Interesting. Could be. Interesting. Thank you, Willie. Thank you, Willie. Okay, our next email is from Sister Tip Tip. Hey, Sister Tip Tip. Hey, ladies. So, were we supposed to be upset that John lost his cut, buddy? Me and my fiancé both rolled our eyes when she wasted her dying breath with her ever-annoying catchphrase. Thank you. Which I am not even going to repeat. Thank you so much. (laughs) This was a good episode, but I'm sorry they chose to make it about just the wall. Yeah. That means they're going to have to rush through what happens to Tyrion, Arya, Daenerys, Lady Brienne, Sansa, Brienne, and Hodor, Ramsay, Marjorie Tyrell, Stannis, and his folks. See? I don't see how they can visit everyone to set up a cliffhanger for next year. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> see, yep. they wasted the whole damn episode on the damn wall. They could <laughs> they could have cut that shit down and had at least one or two other people in that episode. She says, not to mention, we haven't seen Rick on once the entire season. See, and that's what you said. We said, I have a weird feeling this woman Maester Aemon was so in love with was Lady Olenna. This Targaryen she was engaged to before putting it on someone else. Yeah. Maybe it broke his heart so bad when she broke their engagement that he decided to become a maester and take the black. No, because Ooh, Lady that's o- interesting. Well, I don't think so, though, because Lady Olenna said that... There was a Targaryen that she was... Right, but she said he was old and pruny. No, she didn't. She said, I took one look at his bony face. Oh, I thought she said he was old and pruny. she didn't say that. She said, I took one look at his bony face, and I was like, no. Hmm. It could be. Could be. Could be. Um, If that's a spoiler, we're going to read you later, Tip Tip. Yeah, it better not be no damn spoiler. Hey, it better not be no damn spoilers. Well, tip, tip. you could be guessing. Like, I doubt it. Like Manny said. Uh-huh. Uh, anyways, thanks for all the well wishes y'all sent toward me and my, excuse me, toward me and Mabu. Mabu. <laughs> I let him hear what you had to say, <laughs> and he got all swollen in the head. <laughs> he said he does have a single uncle, Sister Jay. Uh-oh. Come on now. Sister Jay, what about Sister Kay? <laughs> Wait, did you hear what she said? I let him listen to what y'all said. Uh-oh. She's starting already. She's starting off already. That's a good sign, girl. That's a good sign. <laughs> One episode to go before the year of withdrawal sets in again. Have you ladies thought about beginning another podcast show since one of the ones you cover is ending? I know you'll let us know if you do. Yeah. Take care, Sister Tip Tip. Thank you, Sister Thank you, Tip, 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 Tip. <laughs> And nameless fiance. <laughs> What's his name, Sister Tip Tip? Uh, she told so us give last time. Us, did she? Yeah, but I can't remember. I don't sorry. I remember her saying that. Sorry. Okay, if you anyway. did, sorry. But yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, we don't know if Post we are. Post a picture of the uncle. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> 
post it. Just email it. Yeah, that's what I meant. Email it. Sister Jay, you crazy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> thank you, Sister Tip Tip. <sighs> thank you, Sister Tip Tip. Okay, our next email is from Paris. Hey, Paris. Hello, sisters and the fam. This episode blew me away. I don't know why I was so surprised, as we know that. <clears throat> excuse me. As we know that every season, episode nine is the heavy hitter. This season, every episode has been heavy, packed with revelations, intrigue, and everything that makes Game of Thrones great. Best season of this show, one more to go. And then he also has sent us a voicemail, so let me play that now. Okay. Hello, sisters. Uh, Just leaving my thoughts on the latest episode of Game of Thrones. It was amazing. I love the special effects, the way it was shot, um, the directing, the editing. I thought it was awesome that we got to see everyone's different fighting styles from Jon Snow and Sir Alistair's uh, sword skills to the wild man uh, type style of Tormund and the wildlings. Uh, Even the Thins were something to see. I also love that scene with the giant scythe coming down and cutting the wildlings off the wall. Uh, Me and Webster just uh, bust out laughing because that scene was amazing. Um, I was kind of sad to see Gren and Pip die in this episode, uh, even though they've been kind of a lesser degree in each scene we've seen the wall um i thought it was nice that sam finally stepped up and did something uh, especially for gilly and the baby and for his brothers at the wall um i really enjoyed this episode uh despite it being completely focused on the wall i cannot wait for the finale though if they kill Tyrion, i'm gonna be pissed well, thank you, Paris. Thank you, Paris, for that voicemail and that email, too. And, you know. I agree with you. Let's hope they don't kill off Tyrion. I agree. If they uh, Yeah, him. it's going to be really, really bad. But I agree with you, though. The, the cinematography of this episode was very well done. Uh, that panoramic view was very well done. And you point out um, a good thing in that we did get to see the different fighting styles of the three different groups. And as a matter of fact, uh, Slint said up on the wall when he was just about ready to, to duck out and go hide that, you know, he says, these wildlings, they don't have no discipline. I commanded the Night's Watch and, you know, we have rules of, and, and stuff, you know. So, yeah, that, that, that's a pretty interesting observation. Thank you, Paris. Okay, our next email is from Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel. Hey, ladies, how are you doing? Well, it was a bad episode. I think most of us did not enjoy it for many reasons. Yep. First, we are not really emotionally connected to most of the characters. If you are going to do a whole episode about this, That's you thing. should develop them more previously. Yeah. Secondly, we all prefer what is happening in the South, from the storylines to the characters. Finally, the actor that plays Jon Snow has no charisma. <laughs> I think he does. They really did a good job with the casting overall, but this one just does not do it for me. He is perfect for the little girls, but that's about it. Oh! <laughs> I think he's okay. I, don't, I think he's okay. I mean, they give him to say is yeah. a little corny sometimes. Yeah. Um, uh, another, and another thing, did he go out there without a sword or ghost? Yeah. I just hope we don't waste our time on that storyline too much next episode. 
Let's hope not. Since this episode was so bad, it seems like the perfect timing to ask, how did you learn to speak French, Sister K? Does Sister J speak French, too? Nope. Can you speak a little? Uh, my yeah. speaking is bad, y'all. Come on! I finally did my tagline. Hopefully it's better than the last episode of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <clears throat> Huge fan from Belgium, Gabriel. Oh, great! Merci beaucoup, Gabriel! <laughs> and Sister J don't speak, uh, no. I learned in school. Yeah. I took a lot of years. Actually, I can speak a little Spanish. I could say hola. <laughs> I could say, I could say, uh, muy poquita. <laughs> okay. Very small. Uh-huh. And I could say, uh, uh, let's see, uh, me llama Sister K, uh, J. <laughs> oh, Lord, I messed that up. Okay, well, let's listen to Gabriel's tagline. Okay, cool. Hey, Sister Speak family. This is Gabriel from Belgium. And I'm going to say in French, winter is coming. L'hiver arrive. Oh, thank you, Gabriel. Thank so you, much Gabriel. for that. Man, your voice sounds I good. Like we I love like your accent. Yes. We love it. Winter is coming. Mm-hmm. That's uh-huh. awesome. We will add. Thanks. Thank you for sending it to our almost last podcast, though. <laughs> So we're only going to be able to walk, to listen to it maybe once before it's all or over. Or twice, yeah. Yeah, before yeah. it's over. This podcast of the day. Better late than never. Yeah, better late than never. Your new microphone sounds awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Gabriel. Thank you, Gabriel. Okay, our next email is from Webster. Hey, Webster. I listened to all of your podcasts for this season on my four flights home last weekend. I'm a nervous flyer, so it was nice to have some company. (laughs) I took off from London, and halfway across the Pacific, I was still on the same podcast. Whoa. And Joseph had just finished his voicemail. Laugh out loud. (laughs) I know there was a family feud on the matter, but but those four to five hour long podcasts helped keep me sane. Even if I was cackling the whole time. <laughs> More than one flight attendant had to ask me to stop. It wasn't my fault, though. They were giving me free wine. <laughs> the episode was a nail-biter. Slint had no business on that wall. Nope. There's no such thing as giants, my ass. <laughs> John was looking like, is this motherfucker blind? <laughs> it looked like he was weighing, weighing whether to push him over the wall or just stick him with the sword. <laughs> I know. He was looking at him like, okay, what am I going to do with him? I would have dangled his ass uh-huh. and said, look, do you see giants now, fool? <laughs> I think they did well under the circumstances, though I did have a problem with the scene in which they shot one of the giants in the back of the skull with an arrow. From that distance, I found it unbelievable that an arrow would be able to penetrate deep enough to do that. Let me finish by by asking, were you pissed off John went off alone? Yeah. I was. I understand that others had to stay behind at the wall, but I think he's being a bit too confident. Yeah. He could have at least brought along Sam, but he's a bit preoccupied with Gilly, I guess. Yeah. Thanks, sisters. Webster. Thank you, Webster. Thank you, Webster. For that email. And you know... That's what I said, too. I don't get it. What does he hope to accomplish? I mean, it seems to me that the Wildings, especially since they were kind of fought back, and especially after that uh, uh, Sith scene where they scraped him all off, seems to me they'd kill him on sight. So how does he hope to get close to Mance? 
It just is We don't know. Silly. We're going to find out. It's just silly to me, but anyway. Yeah. But I would have taken Ghost too. Yeah. I mean. If only to have him roaming close by. Exactly. I wouldn't want him killed. Exactly. But, you know, so. Roaming close by. Ugh. Anyway. And you know that arrow they shot in that giant wasn't an arrow. It was like a big spear. It was a spear it thing. It was long and, and it, big. And to, well, but to me, since it was already, see, this is what I meant by it, it was a dragon spear. And that's, I've seen that kind of thing like in other, other movies and stuff. But you could tell by the way it was mounted and the little scaffolding thing that it was mounted to that that was something Castle Black big. had. It was big. Yeah. yeah. That they had just for purposes of whatever yeah. you know yeah so yeah i think it would penetrate a skull yeah because that thing i mean uh, uh, a spear that large once it's shooting through the air it's going to gain velocity and by the time it hits something well, solid hey. my only thing would have been how do they even get it i mean how do they aim well but they was aiming well uh, because like i said i mean that was something that the well but you still have to like aim it you yeah, still have well. to aim it Sister J. Yeah, nice. but everybody everybody on the wall was not as green as Grin and them. Okay, Sister J. Anyway. Well, thank you, Webster. Thank you, Webster. Okay, our next email is from Tartar. Oh, Tartar. Hey, Tartar. Just wanted to let y'all know, well, you especially, Sister K, that my sister Tiffany loves, you, loves both of y'all. Sister J and her rant on those one-star reviews is what brought her over to the podcast <laughs> is off. She actually quoted you last week when you were talking about babies throwing their food on the on the floor. I told her my nephew is just rude. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh out loud. <sighs> also, nah, Sister J didn't bring us over to the wine. She may need to talk to us. We could teach her a few things. Wink, wink. Because <laughs> you said, oh, I'm bringing everybody to drink wine. <laughs> I think everybody was drinking wine anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and my Philly girl slang referred to me using decent all wrong. Such as y'all decent as a slice of hot pies, meat pie. Oh, Lord, I get it. Okay. Nothing about that episode. It was interesting. However, I need to see King's Landing. I know. Tartar. Thank you, Tartar. Thank you, Tartar. Yeah. And hey, Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that is funny, though. Uh, <sighs> babies do do that, though. Yeah, well, okay. We talked about that anyway, last time. I'm just defending Tiffany now. <laughs> He's not rude, but when they're done eating, they just want it off their tray. So yeah. they just start pushing, which is annoying. Because <laughs> you got to clean all that shit up, but still. Okay, our next email is from Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hello, Sister J, Sister K, and family. An entire episode at the wall. The whole time I was on the edge of my seat, but once it was over, I was a little disappointed. Mm -hmm. There were a few good parts, though. One, we learned that Sam has thought a lot about what constitutes breaking his vows, and he might have some sort of foot fetish. (laughs) TMI, Sam. (laughs) Why why would he have a foot fetish? (laughs) I don't get that. Uh, two, we all know Maester Eamon was talking about Lady Elena, right? She's such a heartbreaker. I miss her. See, that's the second person who said Lady Elena. Hey, I, that didn't even occur I didn't to me. I think about that. That didn't even occur to me. But she would be old enough. Yeah, she would be. Uh, number three, Alistair sure was eating crow, pun intended, once he saw that John had been right all season. Yeah. Janos is such a punk. Too bad Ghost didn't get to chomp on him. Ain't that the truth. I know. 
Four, poor stupid John Snow. He really knows nothing. He gets his head bounced off an anvil, and the next thing you know, he's all grinning at Egret like, Hey, boo, where you been? <laughs> I know. Oops, you're dead now. Will there ever be a happy relationship on this show? <laughs> Maybe Peter and Sansa? Laughing my ass off, she says. Ew. Five. Let me get this straight. John says he's going to take care of man's. Hand Sam his sword and walks out to somehow sneak up on the 100,000 wildlings. Thank you. I think he has a concussion. I think so, too. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it's time for the fi- finale already. I'm hearing lots of good things about the final episode. They're going to... They're gonna drop some bombs on us. Some bombs on us. I can't wait. Till next time. Take care, sisters. Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. Thank for you, that Aaron. Email. And yeah, I mean, every season they drop some bombs on us. So yeah. Actually, every episode lately. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. this season has been very, very good. It's been good. Yes. There's some one or two episodes that were boring, but. Oh, I liked all of them yeah, so well. far. I mean, this one was probably. Yeah, this, I've liked all of them so far. Yeah, well. Okay. This one's my least favorite of all the season. <laughs> okay, our next piece of feedback is a voicemail, and it's from Steven. So let's listen now. Okay, cool. Hello, sisters and the family. It's Steven here. There was a lot of good things in this episode. The giants, the battle sequences, the huge arrow that took out the guy on top of the wall, the anchor that took out all the guys climbing the wall... Alistair Fawn seemed to sort of redeem himself. He could certainly lead the the troops into battle. He didn't shy away from fights and stuff, unlike that other guy, the ball guy, uh, Slint, I think it is. He went and hid. There was also a few bad things, I thought, but they were a bit nitpicky. I'm not going to complain. When I sat down at the end of it, did I enjoy the episode? Yes, I did. So, who gives a dusty fuck? Am I right, Sister Kay? Oh, Stephen, thank you for that voice. I can't believe you said that. Thank you, Stephen. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> who gives a dusty fuck? <laughs> I wish I could say it in your accent. I know. We love hearing your voice, though. It's yes. really, really nice. Who so. gives a dusty fuck? <laughs> I can't believe you said that. Because you talk so proper. So, thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> Lord. And yes, I can't believe we have just one episode. I know. All right. Okay, our next email is from Niambi. Hey, Niambi. Hey, sisters and Sister Speak family. It's been a couple episodes since I checked in because Eli and I were traumatized by Prince Oberyn's violent death. I know. We truly liked and cared for him. Eli cursed George R. R. Martin for making him care for people, then killing them off. <laughs> I take com- comfort in knowing the Red Viper will get his justice since the mountain is poisoned, according to the director's clip on HBO Go. I hope he dies a slow, horrible death. I oh. do. Well, then that's good for confirmation for you. Yeah. She kept thinking. I, well, I kept telling you that, of course, Oberon would put poison on his spear. Yeah, but they didn't show it. That's well, but I ca- they, they probably figured people knew common sense would tell you. Well, he should have put some stronger <laughs> poison on it then. Uh, she says, I love the battle on the wall and John taking charge showing leadership. I admire Sam's courage. 
I'm glad Egret is dead. I was sick of you knowing nothing, Jon Snow. Ain't that the truth. Looking forward to the finale and what's popping off in King's Landing. Niambi. Thank you, Niambi. Thank you, Niambi. For that short email. And hey, Eli. Hey, Eli. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> I know, it does make you kind of mad that you fall in love with some of the characters and they just take yeah, away. Yeah, and they take them away. So cruelly from us. Mm-hmm. Okay, our next email is from Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Hi, sisters. It's Michelle from Brooklyn, mother of Orlando, Whose voice you've added to your intro. I know. He's He's so so cute. cute. Every time I hear that. I love that. It's just so cute. I love it. And for him to say that of all things, it's just adorable. It is. (laughs) It is. Um, I haven't written in a while, but I just had a few observations and questions about last week's episode. Okay. I get the impression that most people liked the episode, but it failed for me on so many levels. It was the most standard fantasy episode I've ever seen in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It was a poor man's version of Helm's Deep from The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. <laughs> That's what everybody's saying. The CG was poor, the sets looked fake, and they used every war movie trope. Nervous Pip finds his strength and gets killed. The kid whose father he gripped killed gets his revenge. Yep. The cowardly lieutenant hides in the pantry. The lousy commander mans up and becomes a leader. Lovers reunite in the midst of battle, etc. I've come to expect so much more from this show. The thing that pissed me off the most, the battle with the giant in the tunnel happened off screen. Yeah, now that did. What kind of bullshit is that? That did. And the number of people that Stank Egret killed angered me. Damn her. That is true. We didn't get to see the battle with the giant, but I figured that would be too hard for them to pull off me. Yeah, it, it might be. I'm concerned that because they wasted an hour on the wall, the final episode will be really choppy. Yep. I figure 10 minutes of Arya and the Hound, 15 minutes of King's Landing, 5 minutes of Sansa and Littlefinger, 5 minutes of Brienne and Pod, 10 minutes of Bran, 10 minutes of Danny, and 5 minutes of Stannis. I don't expect to see Theon and Ramsay, which is fine with me. Sorry for the long-ass email, <laughs> Michelle from Brooklyn. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, that Michelle. wasn't long-ass, though. That wasn't long-ass. Maybe but, we won't show Sansa and um, Littlefinger because they're going off, and maybe we don't need to see that. Well, but I agree with with her assessment though that uh, be prepared for it to be choppy. Yeah, yeah, because they're gonna be switching because they got a whole lot of storylines to try to you know tie up in some kind of way. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do. Well, thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. And hey, Orlando. Hey, Orlando. How you doing? Okay, our next piece of feedback is a voicemail, so let me play that now. Okay. Hi, Sister Jane, Sister Kay. This is Tanya from Greenville, North Carolina, and I just found your podcast this week, so I'm a little bit late to the game, but I'm so excited because I knew other black people watch Game of Thrones. Just just not here, because like I said, it's Greenville, North Carolina. So, I know there's only one episode of Game of Thrones left, but I watched True Blood and The Walking Dead as well, so I can't wait to hear y'all discuss that, too. Uh, People at my job have been staring at my office all week long because they can hear me laughing down the hall. So I wish you two the best. I love listening to the show. Y'all are crazy and funny, and keep up the good work. Thanks. Hey, Tanya, thank you so much thank for that you, Tanya. And you know what, Tanya? Yes, black people do watch Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones, and that's the whole reason why Sister Kay and I got into this podcast business, because 
we when we first start listening to podcasts on different TV shows, we there were no black folk, were none. Yeah, and they just don't do it like we do. Let's face it, you know, and all these other uh, hosts, they're just like dry. They, they they want to clinically like. Talk about the show. We talk Not about all, it because we love the actual show. all hosts of other podcasts. Yeah, well. There are some good hosts of other podcasts. Yeah, well, the, yeah. We're not the only good ones. There, there are some other good ones, but ain't no show like our show. <laughs> can't, no par, can't nobody have a party like Sister J and Sister Cat. No, that's true. See, that but anyway. But true. thank you, Tanya. And thank uh, you, Tanya. Welcome, welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. And yeah, in about a week, about a week and a half, we're going to start True Blood again. So, yep. hope you're listening to that too. And good luck in Greenville, North, North Carolina. Carolina. <laughs> thank Ooh, you. Thank you. Okay. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Christine. Hey, Christine. Hi, sisters and sister speak family. No feedback as I never watched the episode. Soon as I knew it was a it was about John fucking Snow and Wall Battle, I was out. What? Anyhow, short as email, we'll still listen to the cast. Honestly, cannot wait for the Walking Dead. Peace out. Have a great weekend. <laughs> Regards, Christine. Thank you. Ah, Christine Thank you, says, Christine. She said, I'm, I'm out. I'm not watching this shit. <laughs> now, are you, I hope you're going to watch the finale, yeah, Christine. I hope you watch the finale. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, you know, it, yeah, it is disappointing when a whole episode is taken up on a character that you don't particularly care about. Yeah, true. And, and as uh, another, uh, I think a couple of our uh, uh, listeners have said, and that is, you know, if they wanted the, to devote the whole episode to the battle, they should have done a little more to invest us into those characters. Because, yeah, I think that's probably what it was lacking. I didn't have no emotional uh, involvement in them people. I, I mean, I felt bad. But I do like Jon Snow, though. I felt, and I've always liked Jon Snow. I liked seeing Sam and, and Jon. I just didn't want a whole episode. I didn't like it when Pip died. I didn't like it when Grin died. I mean, I was invested enough in them to not I want wouldn't. them to die. I wasn't. You know, and I was interested in seeing Alistair, Sir Alistair fight and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't care about him. I mean, he could have died. But I liked the fact that they made him actually be a good fighter. Well, so, I mean. Yeah. It was a. I, I get what you're saying, though. It was decent. I do get what you're saying. It was so. a decent episode, but it yeah. wasn't all that. But anyway. But thank you. Thank you, Christine. Okay, our next email is from Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Hello, sisters. My name is Kevin, and my old girlfriend, Tia Maria, <laughs> she's not old like old as in dinosaurs or payphones, but old like my last girlfriend. <laughs> She's my last girlfriend, so that makes her my old girlfriend. I do not have a new girlfriend, so Tia is my last old girlfriend. <laughs> well, oh, Lord. Anyway, I just wanted to say she absolutely loves you both. And she loves being a part of the Sister Speak family. She spends hours and hours and hours listening to you read the feedback from your loving sis- listeners. And she laughs till tears run down her face <laughs> at your podcast each week. I just wanted to give a shout out to you for bringing humor Interesting talk and crazy ideas mixed up in a salad of very interesting listener, very interesting listening so, to so many lives. I wouldn't mind having both of you by my side if an outbreak of zombies should attack a wine tasting event I'm at. Oh, hell yeah. Peace and love to you both, Kevin. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Oh, yeah, because hey, I'm getting my little zombie survival kit. <laughs> hey, hey, they, 
They sell them on HBO. AMC. <laughs> uh, yeah, AMC. Yep, they do. Yep, they are. So, yeah. Well, well hey, thank you. That was a nice email, Kevin. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. And hey, Tia Maria. Hey, Tia Maria. All right, and our last email of the week Woo! is from Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, sisters. I've recently been exposed to your podcast about Game of Thrones, and I can't, and I can't believe it took this long. <laughs> Welcome to the family. Welcome, Chris. You two are hilarious, <laughs> and your insight into the show is creepy good. Creepy good. <laughs> hey, wait a minute, Chris. How come we got to be creepy? <laughs> As someone who's read the books... Don't worry, I swear by the old gods and the new that I won't reveal or spoil anything. Oh yeah, you better not be spoiler. <laughs> I'm blown away by how accurate your predictions from the previous seasons have been. You two really do take in everything with this show. Thanks for the laughs and please keep them coming. Also, since today, if you haven't tried it yet, check out a beer called Founder's Breakfast Stout. Good dark beer, just the way you like it. Valar Harris, Chris. Thank you, Chris, Thank you, Chris, for that email and for that recommendation. And welcome to the Sister Speak Yeah, family. welcome to the family. Whew. <laughs> well, that was it. That was all of our feedback. For wow, you guys, you guys are, are awesome. 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 And, and, and I would like to commend all of you. Most of you. Most of you for being on your best behavior. Yes. And keeping your shit short. There's a couple of culprits out there. <laughs> A couple. <laughs> y'all trying to ease the ease the reins now. <laughs> and I had somebody on our Facebook page posted a comment because uh, one of our listeners is now going back and listening to all the uh, True Bloods. Uh-huh. And one of the, and I can't, sorry, I can't remember which one of y'all was, but what, somebody posted a comment and said, uh, yeah, uh, their feedback wasn't very long on, on, uh, at True the very blood. beginning, it wasn't. At the very beginning. No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Because uh-huh. we was new then. Yeah, we, we was new. We didn't have as much feedback, but wait till you get to the later season. Oh, yeah. As long as. Yeah, as long as. Well, we thank you all for it. We love. It's, it's we long. We do. We get tired and get belligerent. But, but we, we do appreciate it very it. much. We love reading it. Mm-hmm. So, for next time, we know it's going to be an epic episode. It's going to be epic. So, we know it's going to be long as. Yep. So, keep y'all shit short. And and, and, and we Please. hope everybody will write in or call in with their feedback. Yes. Every one of y'all. Because we want to hear from Just all of y'all. Just make it short and sweet to the point. So we can hear all of y'all for our last Game of Thrones podcast. Yeah, because we don't need a recap of the whole season. season. Right. So to do that, you can send an email to sisterspeak at gmail.com. You can also send us a voicemail there. We do have a voicemail number if you want to do it that way, which is 972-755-1215. You can also um, reach out to us on Facebook at facebook.com slash sisterspeakpodcast, but we don't read those out on the podcast. Nope. We are also on Twitter at underscore Sister J and underscore Sister K. And we are also on Google Plus, which we have a, few, a little bit of activity on there, which is um, Google Plus slash This Is Big Podcast. Okay. Um, I think that was all. I think that's it. Yep, that is it for now. I am Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time. Hey, Sister Speak family. This is Gabriel from Belgium. And I'm going to say in French... Winter is coming.
l'hiver arrive. Valar Morghulis, all men must die. No one lives forever. And that's why, to keep the family growing strong, don't let your voicemail get too long. Old school, new school, no exception. A long-ass email gets a bad reception. So keep it moving, keep it short and sweet, like Sister Jay and the wine she drinks. Now, this is serious. It's no joke. The sisters really mean it when they read us, folks. Sister Kay produces like a professional, but she is not running a throne's confessional. So if you're brand new, she may say it nice, but she might get salty if you are long-ass twice. It's a labor of love from week to week. So sit back, relax, and let the sisters speak. <laughs>